The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Did you get it? Did you figure it out? Yeah, I figured it out. Sent to the person. So That's can... a Samsung's phone? Is it? Yes. An upgraded one, the 5G. Is that better than the Apple? Anything's better than Apple. Y'all got to keep replacing it every year. Samsung? That looks like a like for a slow person. Well, I have some mental oh, issues. Oh, I'm sorry. We're on air. Oh, hey, hey. I'm oh, sorry. oh, Tricking. my fault. Damn, hey, hey, me. hey. Hey, welcome. Hey, well, thank you for having us back. I'm Lewis Dix. I'm Dan and Green. And uh, we are on... Uh, I saw on the thing there. Do you see? It said season two. I didn't know we had a season one. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know about season one. I yeah, haven't got so no residual know, checks. We got or nothing. picked up. So we got <laughs> yeah. picked up for season two. Wow. Uh, but we're now we have a new time slot uh, because I'm, I'm out of town and he's out of town and comics work usually on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday. So it was hard to. So now we decided we're going to do Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Um, our homie that's normally with us, yes. uh, he's been modeling and doing pilots, and yeah. I think he's outgrown us. Yeah, he's big time. So man. he's big time. So we wish him the best. Uh, he is easily replaceable. Damn. Um, as you can see, we've replaced him with no one. So, um, so uh, I guess someone that calls me doesn't know I have a radio show. Yeah, well, they didn't know you had changed it to Tuesday. Okay, See? fair enough. So they're, they're, and, but, you can't but, get mad. Yeah, and I can always tell when my phone rings who it is around the time that they call. Yes. Because most people that know me know that this is not... A time to call you. Well, I don't know. So how are you? I'm doing well, Mr. Lewis. It's been Gates. a minute? It's, it's been, been a minute, minute man. I didn't even you know like you have been working out. Huh? You like you've been working out. Bro, I keep, I keep pushing, homie. Just, just young you get a little chunky for a minute. I uh, didn't tell you that. Damn, was I looking fat? Yeah. You, you Do I look fat now? No, no, that... you look good. I saw you when you walked back to to say something to the boss lady. I saw the back. It looks like I was like, okay, he's getting it back. Damn. That, that's I a shame when you would... walk around, people thinking like, looking like you like you fat. You know? No, you're not fat. You oh. just, I said chunky. I was eating. Yeah. Life was good at the yeah, time. Yeah, you were wearing hard shoes. Uh, yeah, now, now times are tough. I'm back to good. <laughs> back to that grind. Back, back to, to that grind, grind weight. weight. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all know that? Yeah, yeah don't yeah. we all that that grind weight is, yeah. is serious. See, men are different. Women, when they get it tough, they get they get fat. Right. Well, I'm eating ice cream. Things are tough. When it get tough for men, we get back in shape. Oh, now see, I don't say fat. I say strong. What to women? Yeah, when they when they chunky. They I say they fat. I got I got a little joke about. That. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. my friend. And I've been and I just got back from. Thank you, San Jose. I had a good time in San Jose. Yeah, you've been with, doing your thing, right? Yeah, with Craig Robinson. Thank, shout out to him for. Big uh, shout out to Craig Robinson, man. Yeah, he's been. Uh, yeah, returned none of my calls. Good dude, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. more or less though. If I'm going to be candid, I'm more or less his feature, but his assistant too. Because I carry his keyboard and I make sure everything is right. Well, I think if anything, he's got the right person to keep him. You know, under wraps. You know what I mean. You got to have somebody that has a little bit of, you know, okay. you know, somebody that they respect, and so somebody that, that you can, you know, know when something's coming. Right, and you can say, Yo, like, yeah. damn, yeah, damn, I ain't heard that. You know what? It feels good to hear that, man. What word, oh head? Yeah, oh head, man. Because in Philly, that that was the respect. You don't get that no more out there, but 
if you had somebody that was an old head, that mother could walk the street all his one. Yeah. Yo, man, yo, it's an old head, man. Leave him alone. Now, okay, something funny happened in San Jose, and Poetis will appreciate this because it it's concerns my dad. Okay. And people who met my dad know my dad is just, he's 81 now. He's slowing down, but he's still active, and he still tries to be funny, and he's still this and that. So he, um, so him and him and his wife came to stay at the hotel. Okay. And so they could come to the show for the weekend. So your dad came up from Philly? No, he was in San Jose. He lives. I in mean, his... he lives in Patterson, which is like about 45-minute ride from San Jose. Oh, so he's West Coast now. Yeah, so, he's, okay. so he um, comes to the hotel, because we're already checked in the hotel. Okay. So he comes, we we have a show Friday. He, he shows up Saturday, and he comes to Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday. So I'm getting ready. It's about 4.30, 5.30, and I'm playing music, and I'm in the shower trying to get my get head, head ready right. for the show. Right. So I hear, Lewis, 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 you in there? No. It's my dad's voice. Right. I'm thinking he's called me and is coming through the Bluetooth thing. Right. I don't realize he's actually walked in my room. Now, how did he get asked? Yeah, this is a trip. Oh, okay. So then I get out of the shower and I call him. I was like, what's up, Dad? Were you just in my room? He's like, yeah, they made a mistake. You know, I, I came in. They gave me and Ellen the key to your room. So I'm like, how does that happen? Then I go downstairs, meet him. And then he says, hey, they gave me the key. I just went in Craig's room. So he used. They gave him a key to go in Craigslist. So I go to the front desk. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Now I know probably my dad came to the hotel, the front desk, and said, "Hey, I'm Louis Louis Dix. My son is here, and he's opening up for Craig Robinson. Whatever, 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 whatever." Now these dumb people gave him the key first to my room. Then he came back down and said, "No, that's the wrong key. It's my son's room." Then they gave him Craigslist without asking him for ID or anything. Man. So I'm like. Horrified that, like, okay, yeah, because you could have got robbed. I'm anything, like, no, not for me. I'm thinking I'm done. Craig's like, my dad just came in your room. Look, man, I really I like hanging out with you, but yeah, dad, yeah this but, is ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm gonna uh, both you motherfuckers, yeah, so uh, two dicks, yeah, so uh, <laughs> but Craig was cool about it. But I'm like, only my dad, yeah, cause, and he walked into Craig's room, wow, and probably yelled for you too. Uh, no, he said he saw Craig because Craig, of course, like, what's up? Yeah. Hey, hey, Craig, it's me, Lucy. I'm sorry, man, uh, that you know, lose my fuck, my son, they gave me the wrong key. I'm like, only my yeah, dad. Only your dad can get away ruin whatever little paper you was trying to make. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Pops. Appreciate you. But we you. got a pass because he, he 81. Okay, yeah. So when you get when you, you, when you get 81. He was 79, you'd probably be fired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely if he was 75. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he's... That's... <laughs> he's yeah, he's... I'd have got arrested. Yeah, I would have called the police. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's... And the hotel... Yeah, we just when, where was y'all staying? It was Motel like W? No, it's not the Hilton. Man. But again... Customer service is getting... It's bad. It's bad, bro. America's customer service is terrible. Now, I probably couldn't have gotten my room without showing them ID. Oh, no, no. Key. You wouldn't have been getting a hotel. Right. So it was just crazy. So it is, uh, I, I, I was checking with Boss Lady. I guess Easter's coming up. Ne- uh, is it next week? April 17th, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, said. yeah. Damn, that's good. Is that a Sunday? Is yeah. Yo, so it was on Sunday. It was a Sunday. Well, yeah, duh. Okay. Yeah. Palm Sunday. But isn't Palm Sunday the week before? It's a Palm Sunday might be this Sunday, which is the 8th. No. Is that the 8th? No. The 10th. The 10th. Yeah. So, because I remember in Philly, if you remember, for me, what I remember about Palm Sunday is every Palm Sunday, somebody ended up getting shot. I hate to remember that, but yeah, yeah, usually. And then on Easter, we prayed for him. Right. There we go. So everybody got blessed. But that was the only time I actually remember, and it's sad, going to church, was Easter. Right. You got your Easter clothes. Man, I'm, my mom's hooked me up, God rest her soul. I used to be G'd up. We would get the suit that you could reverse, so it'd have to last like two or three Easters. Wow. And sizes, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> like remember your, that the jacket, yeah. I'm assuming your family felt you wasn't going to grow. Like, yo, this nigga, get this nigga this 12. 
but he's <laughs> but he's an eight. No, give him twelve. Just but yeah, Easter like, and my mom will hem it, and then let the hem out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Easter was fun. We had we had we got dressed up. Yes, to church. You did something fun as a family. Yes, and you had a good meal. He had a great meal. That's when they cook. I yes. don't know if they cook as much on Easter now. I don't even know people can cook. Period, man. It's just a different time, bro. Just you terrible. Can always count on a good meal. Yeah, with 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 desserts and everything, and family coming together. Yes. And now yes. it's all Grubhub. I miss that. Yeah, Grubhub and, and don't want you to stay long. Now how sacrilegious is that that you would order Grubhub on, on a holiday? I think it's sacrilegious I mean, people that people order food to be delivered to their house. Like they trust. I'm not that kind of trusting guy, No, man. I'm serious. I think that's terrible. And that's all jokes aside. I don't know. When, I'm, I ain't talking about like pizza or something like that. I'm talking about you trust somebody to go shopping for you. You know, you want vegetables. And I'm like, come on, man, go. That's why we don't have any jobs in America. And that's why everybody's you're suffering because you're lazy. You don't want to go to the mall and shop. I don't like crowds. Okay. Now, now to shut the malls down. Why? Because you can go ahead and get it from my man Bezo. And he. Psh, psh. Oh, I still want to do it. Sorry, man. Don't, don't put me on that tangent, man. All right. Well, too late. You were on it. But um, it. so I hope you guys have a good Palm Sunday and nobody yeah. gets shot. And hope you have enough ham and turkey. And Easter, yeah. Yes. Did you eat ham? Oh, man, I tear a pig up. Forget all that. Eat pork. A pig walk across my yard. Niggas got problems. <laughs> got problems. That's what I'm going to say. He may not make it, Lou. <laughs> he may be missing a leg. I try to act like I don't eat ham, but I eat ham. Man, I was uh, with, I, hey, my biggest joke I do with Yaya is we were playing golf one day. You know Johnny McClain, Yaya. Used to be married to Layla. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, he's before, a mother. Before. He was married with Layla. He wanted to help Layla become who she was as a fighter. He was managing. Oh, Layla. Okay. Layla yeah, yeah, Ali. Yeah. I'm sorry, Layla Ali. I, I, I'm saying it like, like, like y'all no, know. No, I thought it was uh, the other Layla. Isn't it another Layla? Anthony, uh, with the basketball player's wife. Oh, no, that's Lala. Oh, oh it's a Lala and a Layla. And Layla, Lala, uh, Lulu. Okay, These bras with L's in the names. Yeah, okay. So, wait. Yeah, she. he was a dark skin brother. Yeah, brown skin brother. Wasn't he with, um, what's her name, too? Was he with um, AJ Sanders? AJ Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the comedian AJ Sanders. No, the yeah, other the one. other one, yeah. He was with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went on a trip one time. Yeah, yeah. Yaya's my guy. He's uh, So, anyway, he's Muslim. And we, we would, I was joking with him because we were somewhere we were playing golf, and he he said, "Yo, is this beef dog?" And he said it was beef. I was like, "Nigga, you know that's pork." And he was eating it, and so I was good with him. You know, and I said, "Man, you know you eating that pork." I don't eat no damn pork. Yeah, all right. That's why when we play golf, he tore the hot dog up. So anyway, now he, he's he was a boxer. Was he good? Oh man, it was good. Yeah, that's so my boy too. I love him, man. So he trained her. Um, he wasn't training. Uh, Roger got wrestled, so Roger Mayweather was training her. Okay. But Yaya's fought. He had a he had a world title. He had one of them W one of them belts. I think it was the WBO, WBC, some like some fight, you know. But okay. he still trains. Yeah, yeah. What weight was he? I think he was middleweight, light heavyweight. Okay. Yeah, because he has a little size to him. Now why does why don't you don't hear? Do you hear about boxers having CTE like football players? That, that's why it's all crap, man. It's I I believe the CTE is real, but I believe that. Um, the CTE came about when there was a few people that started having these brain issues. And then all of a sudden, with the lawsuit came, everybody jumped on the lawsuit. Because, you know, they found out later that some of these dudes was doing the lawsuit. It really didn't have CTE. You know what I mean? Okay. And boxers get hit just as much. You know what I mean? Especially if you have a fight. You know what I'm saying? If you got a fight coming up, you're training, you're sparring. But it's different, too. I mean, I think the difference in boxing is... You can see the shots coming mostly. You know what I mean? You can roll with them and things like that. But you get them. I mean, if you if you fight long enough, you know. Okay. So um, 
That uh, it's uh today. It's, I can't believe April already. Everyone's saying that, man. Yes, January, April, February, bro. March. I mean, it's, it's so you gotta stay on top of life, man, because it just moves. That's a good way to put it. Stay on top of life. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I mean, that's I'm sure someone's gonna take that. Hey, to you guys out there, um, I don't know the phone number, but uh, it's uh, chill. Second chill. season, huh? Way to go, Will. Yeah, <laughs> you know. still don't know the number. Three two three three. Oh, I almost gave my number out. 323-815-4204. Let you know where she be at. 815-4204. She be hollering at all kind of dudes. Here's my number again. And that's not what, you know. She said what? Three, what is it? 323-814? Three, 323-815-4204. 02-4204. Yeah. 815. So, yeah, call us in. Let us know. I mean, everybody's. I'm, I'm avoiding it. I'm not talking about it. Yes, you are. Everybody's talking about it. We got to talk about and it. We're from Philly. And we from Philly. We don't talk so, about it, dog. I mean, I mean come on. Let, let's hold off for a second. Okay, God, biting at the lips, man. All right. <laughs> so now, okay, but before I go any further, yes. I, I was on social media and I saw you at the Chocolate Sundays. Yes. And you did a really funny, clever joke about the gas. Yes, the thank you. Thank you, man. Because everybody's doing corny Unfunny jokes, yeah, and I loved your joke. Thank you, man. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah. I just said that because uh, I, I, well, I started off saying that you know I barely got down here. You know, I said I had to take a skateboard. I was on the four or five. People, you know, passing me up. I'm like, Where you going, nigga? You know, come that, on. That wasn't a funny part. No, that was. But I'm, no, it's I'm a kidding. setup, bro. I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. See, this is why this is this is why we have left hand slappers, <laughs> right hand slappers in the world. So anyway. <laughs> I get to the point. I said, well, remember when you know you would go to the gas station and. You know, you have guys want to clean your window and all that type of stuff or begging for money. I said, gas is so high now. They don't, they're not even out there. I said, I was pumping gas the other day, kind of shaking my head. A homeless dude walked by me. He's like, yo, well, man, nigga, you good? I mean, because I can get you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh. I was yeah. like, that was really clever. Thank you, funny. man. That was really funny. Uh, did you have fun at Chocolate Sunday? Man, ripped a hole in it. And I don't like to say that. I think because you get, you, and you know, Lewis, you've been in the game longer than me. You always get these comics that go, every show they have, I've tore that motherfucker down. I tore, no. I tore that motherfucker down it, twice. It's a great house. It's a great house because people really. It's the one. It's one of the few clubs in L.A. In L.A. and I would say I would I would kind of put it in the terms of the O.R. room, and at the comedy store, certain rooms, or maybe in the Bell room where people really come to laugh. Right, and hear so, comedy. Yeah, so they want to hear it, and they just. I mean, you you know, at the Laugh Factory, if you have a bad show at the Laugh Factory, trust me, man. You just if you have a mediocre show. To me, you're just especially not a strong at, comic. Especially at Chocolate Sunday. Oh. Who was the host? Uh, uh, Ron G was the host. Yeah, and Ron G's really good. His energy is great. Yeah, he's 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 a great host. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's a talented guy. Mm-hmm. And and what's her name? Takara. She's good. Yes, yeah, they they kind of switch off whatever. But yeah. Ron G was on the show that I did. Okay, yeah, I like Ron G. Mm-hmm. My son likes Ron G. So um, the I've been having a good time. I've been out on the road with Craig Robinson. Uh, we were in. I had such a great time in San Diego. It's a room called the American Comedy Company. You went there? It's the one downstairs, Stairs, and, and it's, it's like American flag. Yeah, there. That's American, a great room, bro. Man, that room is just, I mean, it's intimate. And yeah. The laughs come right at you. At, right flat. at you. Gosh. Not no, I know you love that. I know you killed that. Oh, my. It was just. That's a good room, bro. Yeah, it's a great room. It was my first time, and then we were in. Uh, How many shows did you do there? We did eight. At the American? F- yeah, two Thursdays, two Fridays, two Saturdays, two Sundays. I can't wait to make it, nigga. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, and and it's, it's really great when you're. Opening your feature for someone like him because it's already sold out. Yeah, and you're just icing on yeah. the cake. And the difference too is you guys have different styles. Yeah, so that's you can almost you got you kind of got your show uh-huh. and he's got his show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's gotta yeah, be it's, nice. It's, it's it was it's nice. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun. We're in Denver uh, 
Thursday. Okay, this Thursday? Yeah. And okay. And I, I love, I never really was a road comic. I never did the road. So I never did the road. So this is my first time. In so it's cool experience. for you? Yeah, because I get to come home and chill on Monday and Tuesday, fly out Wednesday. Okay. You know, hotel's nice. Yeah. And I, I walk around the city and then I get to, I, have to, I don't have to worry about it if the show's sold out. Right. Man, that's, and, and you got, man, I mean, you you know, and he that's what you so want. Good. Yeah, he's yeah. so nice. How many comics is it? It's three. It's usually a host, me, and him. Okay, and the host is from that town, usually. No, normally he'll fly in different people that he likes. But tell him to start liking Dan and Green, goddammit. Damn. This motherfucker. But no, I'm, that's good, Lou. I mean, you know, you, you know, people don't understand the game. People that don't understand the game don't understand how, especially like someone yourself who's already been, you know, you were considered the warm-up king, so you had L.A. locked down. Well, not the studios and stuff locked down in terms of doing that, but to be able to... Get on the road with an established comedian, man, and someone that has a good name, a good face, man. That's, you know, you can't ask for nothing else. Yeah, no, man. it's it's great. It's a it's a, it's a compliment, and I, and I prayed on it too. And prayer works, because when I, you know, I was looking at his dates, and I just said, oh, and all I asked for was a few. But I've been getting a lot of them, so hopefully I don't know what's gonna happen on the back end. But it's a lot of fun, so that's why we're switching up on Tuesdays now to make sure that we're here, yeah. and won't have to, you know, because the boss lady's like, "What are y'all doing?" Um, okay. Um, Topic of the week, topic of since last Sunday. Topic of it's the year. It's been a week, right? It's <laughs> yes. been a week. Feels like it's been a day. Yeah, it feels like, so I mean, it's, like, I mean it's, it's, okay, let's, everyone has their opinion on it. Everyone feels a certain way about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody through color lines, through the artists and everyone. And, and first, let me say, um, my heart goes out to Chris Rock. Yes. And to Will, because it's. I mean, it's caught up in something that that was unfortunate and sad all the way around. Yes. Um, with that said, um, and Code 3 always says this, you don't want to be a victim today and a suspect tomorrow. Right. Um, so, uh, and that's what happened. And, and, you're, and you've always got to have someone, I always say you got to have a fat Paul Peanut and Boogie around you. Just say, yo, yo, what you doing? Right. He does have that, but keep going. They wouldn't sit next to him. They wouldn't sit next to him. That's why they got to be right behind you. Yes. To be like, this ain't the spot. Yes. Got to have three. Yeah. Your your girl, you, and then that man. Yo, 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 where you going? Yeah. You sit your ass down, bro. Yeah, where you going? I mean, it it was like, and and now we grew up in Philly. We, it's a thing we used to do called slap boxing. Right. Which I stopped doing once I started boxing. Right. So it was obvious that. Chris never slap box. And it was obvious that uh, Will did at some time. And no, also, you know what? But You're going to lead this. I'm just going to say this. Anybody, I would have got slapped in our box. I would have got slapped. In this situation? Yes. Okay, no, okay, but, but, okay. It was the safest place he could have been, Chris. It was no way in the world he thought he was going to get slapped. That's why I would have got slapped. Right, I mean, but, you know. But, first initial thing is because he leaned. Right. Philly thing is you never lean. True. Somebody's walking up. You just said something about. Yeah. It's about being in the moment. You just yeah. said something about his wife. Yeah. And he gets up. Yeah. And you acknowledge he's getting up. Oh, hey, hey, Richard. Hey, what's up? Now I'm. But I think Chris came in that, you know, friend Hollywood interview type of situation where he was like, Maybe thinking Will was about to say something to him. Well, he's A-list. Definitely. We're not A, so we wouldn't have thought A-listing. No. I mean, Chris Rock has probably never been slapped in over 40-something years. Yeah, if it's by a parent. And ain't nobody in the street that did nothing a- like a- that to him. He hasn't had any street experience. No. Nah, and he, he didn't have it then. And he doesn't have to 
maintain it given the world he's in. And he shouldn't have he, to, to be honest with you. Slightly. No, you should. He, I mean, given you, I'm just saying at our age now, Lou. America, but you still got to have. I'm still. We're still on the P's and Q's. Right. Yeah. But everybody's got to be on their P's and Q's. I mean, that's the way of the. But at the Oscars, you ain't thinking about being on your P's and Q's. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, but let's be honest. I'm being honest on that one. Okay. If I'm at the Oscars. Right. If I'm I'm where they. I haven't had the experience that they have 24-7. Right. This is over a 30, 40 year experience that these guys have had. They've had their. They've had their riff. Of course, you're. No, no, that their 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 environment. Oh yeah, being, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being of calm, not of, of not, not having, having to a, really look over their shoulder. Right. Yeah. But there's a thing that comes along with being a New York guy. I mean, I'm just going with the New York guy and the Brooklyn and this yeah. and the attitude. Yeah. Same thing with Philly. Yeah. Same thing with the Bay Area, right. Oakland. It's just different cities. Detroit, different cities Detroit, have yeah. DC. They have yeah. you know. The, it's it's a code. What you you and know you never yeah. okay if nothing else someone is holding your code with you right close to you right if if you forgot the code somebody's reminding somebody's me right next yeah. to you holding that box yeah that that code to say here you need this yeah or out now his security of course he doesn't need security at the Oscars he's right. around nobody's gonna slap him plus he's on stage I mean it's not like it's a situation where we're sitting by each other something break out yeah or that's we're in even the corner. that's even different yeah we're in the corner I mean that's why you can't. Well, I can't. I don't never speak for no one else. Would assume that he thought he was going to get slapped because, you know, if me and you talking here and you say something to me, we're sitting by each other and it gets heated, I'm going to be like, all right, nigga, yo, yo, you, you know, your, your shoulders are moving. What's up? You know what I mean? Right. But I'm on stage and I say something and if, and actually I'm looking at you and you get a, I see like you seem like you're chuckling off it and then we just leave it alone. I'm not expecting you to come up to slap me. So, right. So, but when so you Chris walk had to get to up, him. But when you walk up on me, I'm going to say what's up. Yeah, he kind of said what's going on. He did because he's like, oh no, like, but he he Chris was still in that comic mode right. because he was like he started kind of chuckling, right? You know, and to believe it or not, I believe if Will didn't sit down and curse, he could have saved that moment by saying, "My bad, Chris. I ain't mean to slap you the hard." And then. Chris could have been like, all right, well, and then maybe after stage, oh, why you hit me? I slapped you for real, motherfucker, because you talking shit. Right. But you know, but I think once he went to the cursing, it it killed the room. And that's interesting. That that that's a I, I didn't never look at it that way. You're absolutely right. If he had, if once he slapped and went back to his seat, and Chris said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me because everybody chuckled. Right. Then he said, he said, yeah, Will, keep your name. You know, when he when he cursed, it made it real. Right, he could have just said, "I slapped Jada's name out of your mouth." He, even if he didn't say nothing, right? You know, because Jada, you know, I've been seeing different angles, and she was kind of laughing when he slapped her, when he slapped him, and they came back, but the audience chuckled, like Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, and then Will could have said, "My bad, I didn't mean to slap you that hard," you know right. what I mean? Whatever, it could have killed it. But to be honest with you, see, this is from I think coming from a comedic point, and which is really kills me in terms of actors, like how these two didn't figure it out from being comedians and being improv, good at improv. When Chris said what he said, Jada could have stood up and said, yep, and I look good, dude. I look good too, don't I, y'all? And the crowd would have said like, they would have went crazy. You know what I'm saying? When he made the G.I. Right, Jane joke. Did, well, everybody he, thought it was. Hold up. Okay, God damn. Yeah, yo, yo, what I mean, the. Whoa. Yeah, you ain't get to say hello. Shit. Or can I make a point? Yeah, see, like, that's what happened when the women, see? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like, she, I mean. Nigga, I thought it was God. Yeah, I mean, whoa. I mean, like, 
like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you may know. I enter into a man's no, world? No, please. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming, yeah, yeah damn, yeah, Lou. You got a key, but we ain't know you're gonna use it. I felt like somebody hit me with a body shot. I'm Mr. Dick's up in this piece. Coming into people's rooms unannounced and shit. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, how do you guys think this is gonna affect comedy in down the line, like in clubs? And do you think people are gonna is there's gonna be more security? Um, can, what do you think? Well, can, let, can I say this? Yeah. I, that's a great question. But can we kind of stay on this part? Okay, not to ahead. be rude. Because we're gonna get there go anyway. Ahead. I think. Right, yeah. So I wanted to stay on that part before we, if you don't mind, Luke. No, go ahead. Yeah. Because I think, like I was saying, as improv, as actors, as comedians. We have to improv on stage at all times. Right. I, I mean, and you know this, especially doing warm up, because you you have to have a certain type of like, okay, you got to worry about your actors, the producers down here, and the audience. Right. So you know you got to improv it. So I felt like if Jada would have said that, you know what I mean, did something like that, or we'll be like, all right, Chris, you got one more time. It would have killed. It would have made the room light again by him going on stage and doing it. And then coming back off stage and cursing, that's what killed the form to me. Right. I felt well, like they, it, I think felt like they could, it could have been improv where it wouldn't have right. been. I you think know? it. I think it was it. It killed it in the sense of that room that they were in. Exactly. Which is a predominantly white. If it was a predominantly black house, it would have read differently. Because everybody in the black house, they'd be like, "Oh, oh. shit!" Niggas would have been, like, "Oh shit!" No, no. And then when he said, "Keep my wife's name out of your mouth now," somebody in the black audience was like, "Yeah, you better." Yeah. It would have been right. Uh, Right. Well, man, you didn't have to hit him. It's been a whole. It would be shit happening in the. It would have shit happening in the crowd. Yeah, it'd be a whole orchestra yeah. thing, and then and then Chris was like, "Oh, y'all chill. I got this. We ain't really mean it." Right. It, it was a different conversation. You right. know how when 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 white people see black kids running around, they react different than when they see white kids. Yeah, yeah, around. yeah. Oh, he's having fun. Oh, yeah. these motherfuckers about to rob somebody. Right. They going crazy. Somebody yeah. needs control. So I, I think, like, I, all right. My thing was with the from Chris's perspective. Okay. Given all the, the writers he has, the level that he's at, and the fact of it being the Oscars. Because you know his people got punch-up lines. Yeah. So, because now, and he's watching the show, and his people's watching the show. Right. So they had, Regina had already hit Will and Jada. And I'm happy you said that. Like they say in church, put a pin in it, we're going to come back to that. Go right. ahead. Yeah, so she she had already hit that. Uh-huh. And About so, that open marriage thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, so Chris, understanding... Chris has been married, divorced. He understands the in-house thing. So my buddies that's writing for me is giving me like at least five improv lines that I'm going to do. Okay. I'm at five improv lines. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna, in case I want to throw something out. Right. Who I'm going to throw it out to. Right. To, to Bradley Cooper, to such and such, to such and such. Which Chris did with that couple. He got the couple. Right. He got, got a couple, couple people before them. And but then, go ahead. You, then you, so Jada and Will already been hit. Don't right. hit them again. It's like 10 other people you can hit. You know, or even somebody that's not here. Yeah. You know, so. But on that hit, with J see, here's the thing. On that hit, when Regina said what she said, they laughed. Well, yeah, I mean. So, if I'm no, right no, in. They the laughed. Well, also, they allowed those women to do something that they wouldn't have allowed men to. Men are not, men hosts are not calling up five women and groping them and talking about their sexuality and all that stuff and, and all that. So that's something that the but whole again, thing. But Chris could have cracked on that. Yeah, but but and, and and again, for everybody who wants to, you know, especially you feminists or people that says everything equality, that comes with the territory now. You know, if you want to be, you know, you can't separate the two. You can, but it wasn't fair. If they can bring up men on stage and then say to say to Jada, well, you know you signed off on this, 
You, and then she somebody gonna come back for something. Frisk the other guys. Yeah. So now that we would have never been, we can't do that. So my thing is, it is a double standard. And but unfortunately, if it's a double standard, you got to take what it comes with on the other side because all of a sudden now you're not you're 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 playing into the hands of other things that don't come to that shouldn't come into this. Yeah, but you can't. But that's it is a double standard, and that's why it's called a double standard because they can get away with it. Right. And they shouldn't be able to. No, well, but they, they will be. Well, they should what... be able to, but a man, but Chris, but we shouldn't knock Chris for coming back. No, no, I'm not. I'm just thinking Chris, Chris being Chris, right, could have went somewhere else. Yes, I totally agree. I, the GI Jane joke was easy. It, but it wasn't even hard. But but, but no, it was, but it's comedy one on one. That's something we. That's something amateur comics would do. Right. You Chris Rock. Right. You're supposed to hit higher. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to hit higher, and yeah. if nothing else, you hit Will. Mm-hmm. Right. But. I think that it will. I think what happened was, you know, they had a history, you know, from the 2016. Yeah, yes, you that know, was definitely he, obvious. Here's one of my big issues, too, as well, because on social media, you had a lot of black people, definitely black women. Oh, he was defending the woman, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it was just a slap, blah, 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 blah. And I had I, I put it out like this. There's three things that could have happened that this is already ugly. That could have destroyed everything. One, you slap me. You bust my lip. Now I'm bleeding on national television. You know what I mean? All my stuff. Got to do this speech. Two, I'm laughing when you come up to me. You slap me. You break my jaw because it can't happen. You know what I mean? Three, you slap me. You slap me. I fall down on the ground. I accidentally hit my head. I mean, so people were looking at this. Oh, he defending and defending. And so much more could have came out of it. Yeah, but those that's those people. That's all they can do is 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 do what we're doing. Right. Talking about caller. Hey, what's up? Hello gentlemen, or Lou, and your friend. Um, hold up. I just have to say, Hold up, all, hold up. It ain't no Lou and friend. This is Louis Dix, and this is Mr. Dan and Green. What do you mean, and friend? It's my partner. I got a name. Yeah. All right, you're, you're I'm sorry, sensitive. I'm you're sorry, man. I, 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 what was funny was this. Let Danny Green. <laughs> Whenever anybody um, is watching A Man's World or anything else at that studio, they don't mind if the poetess has her say. So know that, whatever world it is. We both did. We both felt like it was a body shot came out of nowhere. No, we were just joking. We just with joking. This, so. Lord, right. damn. Right. Just, I know. So am I. Ha ha ha. He he he. Anyway, Go ahead. Uh-huh. She's still um, upset. The first thing yeah. that Chris Rock <laughs> he's, he's said, her the first thing oh. out of Chris Rock's mouth was, I love you, Jada. The first thing. Yes. So everything after that, as far as I'm concerned, was sort of semi-fair game. You know, the idea that, you know, somebody at who was A-list like Will Smith and his queen sitting in the front row at the biggest night in movies every year, the idea that, you know, he couldn't make a joke about them without getting smacked in front of the world is just ridiculous. No, I'm so mad about it, I can't even think straight. And don't get me wrong, I understand, you know, in a way he was, you know, standing up for his wife, blah, 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 blah. But Will laughed, and Jada looked pissed, and Will was reacting to Jada looking pissed. You know? Yeah. So, anyway. No, wait, look, no. please. No, I... I, and, I, I and, I, and I lived in Philly for years, too, so please bring up some Phillyitis if you like. Okay. Please. Go ahead. I liked her. Yeah, she's nice. She I got, apologize, ma'am. Got, you, can got, say, you can say friend. She got nothing but attitude. But yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she is. You, can tell wanna, me. you know, it's this kind of woman you, you like and you want to tame her. That's your girl. Yeah. I know who it is. <laughs> oh, I don't know who it is, but I don't know who it is. I, I just want to I wanna just make her say, hi, Lord. Damn. Oh, so you wanted some smoothness out of it? Yeah, I want to. I want to calm her down. I want to just. Yeah. Well, maybe if you get the chance, to talk to her. Can you tell her that I why she wanna, learns my I name? I just want to make her just say, "Do you want something? To eat? I want her to make me some waffles." 
Oh damn, nigga, you yes. damn. That's she special. Because I want to just uh, she. Uh, I want to go make. I ain't never heard a man say I want her to make me some waffles. I mean, I had breakfast, but waffles that's specific. She, she makes waffles. Okay, okay so um, but no. First of all, let's be clear. Will had no business putting his hands on none. none. That was that was in Philly. That's that was a weak move, and he knows that. He, I think he, I think he knew right when it happened, but it was. You but know how it is. You know how you jump in the pool. You're like, damn, I'm already wet. But he also calculated the fact one that Chris wasn't gonna hit him back. Right. He knew. He, 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 knew, turned, who he, he knew he would have slapped. Yeah. He knew who to slap. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been a little different. Yeah. I mean, it would have been. What know. if it was a white guy? He slapped. He would never. It wouldn't even have went up there. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just. It yeah. just. That would have never happened. Yeah. The only person he would have got away with slapping like that would have been Trump. Uh, so keep no, it going. No. Uh, what's his name? Um, Galvin? Uh, no, the guy uh, from uh, Happy Days. Um, the the guy nobody likes. Uh, Not Henry Winkler. Uh, no, no. Um, Potsy? No, the other one. Um, Richard Cunningham? No, the. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Mouth? No, the one. God the damn, one that's the, all of them. The one with the leather jacket, the young. Uh, Fonz? No. Uh, oh, 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 oh. That's a Republican. The one that was dating Fonzie's nephew. Yeah, the little yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Chachi, Chachi, Chachi yeah, yes. Chachi. Damn, Lou, you went way back. He could have slapped him because that nobody likes him on yeah. social media because you know. Oh, okay. He's a Trump support, but no. So first of all, I mean, Will knows, but I like you know, Will knows he made that mistake. I mean, that's um, in a man's world, he knows that was wrong. He in it, a man's world, yeah, yeah. let's be honest, because certain things in a man's world, you just you just don't, don't do me. You, you don't you slap. Don't, you don't slap somebody small. I'd rather you punch and, and be honest. With you, I'd rather you punch me. Was there a, th- a precursor? Like, had they had any other issues they, in their relationship in the past? Well, he I did mean, that whole monologue in the 2016 uh, Oscars when they was trying to say that it was it was Boycotting, all white. Yeah. yeah, and he did a whole thing yeah. on Jada. That she wasn't invited. Yeah. She does a TV show. And if everybody should be mad, they should be mad that they pay Will twenty five million for Wild Wild West. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, so, and yeah. those were weak. I mean, those were not those were soft jabs. I yeah. mean, to your point, I'd rather a man punch me than slap me. You know what I mean? Because you gonna slap me and walk away and turn your back. I'm like, God damn, this nigga is confident. You know what I mean? I mean, at least punch me and make me feel like, oh, all right, you know. But you, like, some people damn. think that this whole thing, even though it. It, it was wasn't. Real I know and it I, no. happened. That it's a diversion from all the real no, shit that's no, going no, on. No, and I'm so tired of that type of talk. No, because Will and Chris, but definitely Will, has too too much to lose, and he's doing it to do something. You know, unfortunate to do what he had did. Yeah, and if it was a setup, Chris would have had a better comeback. Yes, definitely. I don't think it was a setup. I think it was real, and by him cussing, that confirmed that it was real. Um, but I just, I just said that. Boy. I must switch. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't have him back. Get some- <laughs> I didn't did say that, but go ahead. That's what you would have said to me, though, Lou. You'd be like, yeah. uh, Danny, I just said yeah, when that. When we say that to each other, we try not to mess with her. Oh, oh, you mean the person that jumped in that we didn't even know was there yeah, for a minute? Yeah, we got to. I apologize. <laughs> she turns the lights on. I'm learning. Right. So what do you think the repercussions should be for Will? Well, he already first? resigned. He resigned. I mean, he's smart enough to get ahead of it, as they he, say. Yeah, yeah. Get ahead of it, resign, say, I'm, I'm please, you know, punish me any way you want. Mm-hmm. And then he'll take his punishment and then let everything die down. Mm-hmm. And then come back with a small role. Yeah, it's, not like he, it's not like he's hungry right now. No. I mean, the sense that he can wait two or three years. And, I mean, he's got a film coming out. They help, They put the hell back. No, it's one where he just plays a slave. I think that's the one they, they held back on that one. They, 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 yeah, if it was a Netflix one, they pulled. They put. No, no, it's done. No, I know it's done, but they've held up. They put a hold on um, all of his projects right now. Okay, so I I, mean. I, th- I look at it like this, man, uh, in Portis and Luke. What he did, it's two ways to look at it in terms of the Oscar. 
because people say, well, he, the bylaws, he didn't, you know, he didn't go by the bylaws. He broke the bylaws, take his trophy. And people say, well, no, he can't do that because he got the trophy for this. Well, the difference is he got the trophy on the same day that he committed the the act. Unlike in athletics, you know, you have a guy that, like a team will lose all their wins, even though you they know that $10,000 that kid got had nothing to do how he balled on, on the field. I don't think they should take it. I think the the, the repercussions are already, already great. The thing about Hollywood and Lou, you know this because you've been and you've been in around heavier situations than me. You, when you make the upper echelon mad, it's a, it's a or upset. I don't want to use the word mad, but upset. It's a different type of repercussion. And on top of it, as black people, we can't say whatever happens to Will that is racially is racially driven. Because he assaulted another black man or another African-American. So, like you said, he already resigned, which I think was good. I would, I would have liked for Will to honestly had, to, had apologized that night. And if not that night, when it ha- right there when it happened, later on that evening. And if not later on that evening, that following morning. And the reason I say that, Lou. You may apologize to whom? To Chris. To Chris yeah. And the, the, the public apology that he put out. He put it out to me too late because what happened was he didn't get he didn't think about the news, the talk shows that were happening. So the real, the view, all of them talk shows all said the same thing. Yes, he did apologize, but he never apologized to Chris. You know what I mean? Um, well, I mean, I mean, look, he slapped him. Yeah, he did. So he. The, I'm saying just to, yeah, but, yeah, but he evidently he meant the slap. Yeah, but he he eventually had to apologize. So why not do well, it earlier? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe he wasn't ready. Yeah, I mean, he slapped him. He, he slapped him. Slapped shit Caller. Hello. Hello. Yes, how you doing? Hey. Danny Green, a little dick. Hey, what's up? Who's what's this? happening, brother? This is Sebastian. Who? From Florida. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can we talk about two elephants in the room? Yes, what? Uh, one, I, I think that uh, I think that Denzel Washington was right to telling him that the devil gonna come for you when you uh, when you about to get it, you know. Yes. The only problem is Denzel Washington didn't tell him that the devil name was Jay Pinkett. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you know, it, it's I, I feel what you're saying, but who you lay down with that night? Nobody business. That's that's hey man, that's his woman, good or bad. Um, they got their own Bad thing going. For life, right? Yeah, I mean. Bad marriage for life, right? I Bro, mean, I, you yeah. probably know more than I do. I'm no. from the outside looking in. You know, you in Hollywood with them, so you probably see what they no, do. No, no, I don't know. I know yeah. just as much as you. In terms of their um, relationship. Yeah, yeah. Tony, I mean, I, Will's, a, every time I've been around him, work for him, you know, he's a great guy. Jada's a nice person, but, you know, when you behind closed doors and you, you, you know, you're naked with that person, that person is different. I mean, she might have, you know, she's got, she but does have information on night. Will. I bet you that was the best night of his life with her. I bet you did things to him she ain't never done before. Yeah, hey, man. Mm-hmm. You he might have ne- slipped out of Tupac a couple times. You, 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 I hear what you're saying, but it's such a public, private thing, man, when you, I mean, at their level. They, I mean, we all got, they, I mean, I got issues in my crib. Everybody's got issues with Everybody the woman is. that they're with. But can you imagine they playing? Yeah, but they did. Like I'm, I'm, I'm surprised when I heard that they were going to go on table talk and talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't is, understand yeah. that. My man, what's your name again, brother? Sylvester. Sylvester. This is what I will say. The uh, 
and I told people this, nothing against Denzel because, you know, he's respected. I would have, and this, and I think Lewis can attest to what I'm about to say because this is where we, we kind of made a joke about it earlier by saying the old head. I think if that was me or it was a young boy or someone that we was talking to, or old head was talking to, especially back east, I think somebody would have pulled us aside and said, look, you know, this, this is not a good situation. So this is what you're going to do. When you go up there and get this award, because you are going to win it, right. you make sure that you apply. Right. I think when you, because what right. happens is. You should have seen. Well, no, hear me out, brother. You because said, you know you effed up, right? Yeah, but I don't want to say that because I don't want to go into that Bill Duke line. But you know what I'm saying? But my point well, being. Bill Duke should have got up there and told him. Yeah, but hear me out, brother. The reason I'm saying that is because yes, when you when you bring religion in it, people try to make it. They make you feel like you're using it as a crutch. Like it's a, you know what I mean? And I think sometimes right. you just got to be direct to the person and say, like, yo, look, right. that wasn't a good move. Right. So when you go on stage, you make right. sure you apologize to everybody, you clean this up now. This is what you need to do, all right? So this way, this way you don't you don't bring that religion. Nothing wrong with religion. Don't get it twisted. But this way, you know, it's a solid conversation because right. I, I'll share a quick story with you. I, go ahead. No, keep going. Go I, ahead, I, sir. I, I'm, I, I'm a Christian. And I ain't perfect, but I try. Yeah. I'm a practicing Christian. Let's put it like that. Yeah. But again, you don't well, want... I know Will Smith been, a, Will Smith been a, uh, a Scientologist for 20 years. What God is he talking about? But here's the thing. It doesn't... It, it's not any wonderful... I don't think it's anyone, any place for us to judge anybody's spiritual, you know, upbringing. Because everybody, no matter what nationality you are, you have someone, something... Most people have someone they pray to, whether you're Buddhist or Christian or... Judaism, whatever. My point being is, in a situation like that, it's better, I believe, it's better not to bring the Christianity into it or religion into it. I think it's just better to say what it is so that people can know that. And I'm not saying he wasn't sincere about his uh, his apology, but you just kind of say what the what the situation is. So, And I don't think I it's fair. For, I agree with you, right, sir. Right, because I don't think it's fair for us to judge anyone on that moment. I would have differently, I would have handled it differently. It's like I had a friend who won the world title, the boxing world title, a uh, Layman Brewster. You know Layman, and at his at his party, right in the height of his party, at the height, and this is a true story. He'll tell you this. I pulled him aside, and I said, Layman, did you pay the taxes on that on that money you won? He said, Yeah, Dad, I got it. So, all right, man, let's let's party. It was you. You have to sometimes pull a person aside and tell them what the real is, and then go on back about the business. So, Denzel right, did the right thing. Peanuts and, yeah. Say it again. That's why you need to fat all the peanuts and, and all that. And people to tell you the truth. What, what, you need people to really tell you the truth. Yeah. And again, it's not that Will doesn't have people telling the truth. None of us can say what we would have done at that in that time. None of it can say that we wouldn't have done some type of thing. I would tell you, I would have never went on stage and done it because I don't think I just. Well, I would have never been. Able to, <laughs> I'd have been arrested yeah. by the time hey. I got to the stage. So hey, Sylvester, thank, thank you, you so much for your call, man. Appreciate you, brother. All right, be, be safe. safe. All right. So, um, what do you think about that, Lou? Well, the whole thing of like when he said Denzel told him what he told him. It's like my muse when we. I play chess, so I play ahead of the game. Okay, I'm playing. Right. You know ahead. the moves I'm, that I'm, you I'm like. Right. Okay, listen. I'm up for an Oscar. Looks like I'm gonna win. Uh, the three girls that are hosting, uh, they're gonna do jokes. The writers gonna do jokes. We're gonna be in the front row. They're really not gonna hit the statesman Denzel. 
Right. Because he really doesn't have anything out for us to hit. Right. You know, other than they did hit him a little bit when they said about his son. Can you send your son up? Right. That was a hit to Denzel because right. his son is hot. Right. So my my conversation with my partner and everyone that I'm sitting with, we're going, let's map this out. We're going to get jokes told about us. This is how we're going to handle it. Like he handled when she said, uh, Will, you can come up here. And Will's like, no, 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 no. So he's doing the Hollywood thing. Right. So that should have been something that Will and his people should have talked about. This is going to be this reaction. Even after he did it, they had 45 minutes to somebody. That's when you have a. a that's what a, I said. To pull that's when you have a writer on staff. Right. Somebody that can tell you, this is, let's, here's a speech. Let's say this. Don't right. say this. The somebody publicist should have came into play. Yeah, or, or someone that that's what they do, that's right. expertise. So, you know, my thing was that that conversation, but again, you're at the, I don't know what being at that level, walking into, being driven to a home that Will Smith is driven to, right. um, someone making sure you don't, you don't fly regular airlines, you don't check into hotel like regular people. So you don't do anything basically like regular people. Yeah. You know, I was making some tuna fish the other day, and I'm like, how many... I was thinking, well, if I'm like Will Smith and all of them at that level, I probably still will make my own tuna fish. Right. You know, I probably still... You don't have to, though. No, but I'm used to it. But it's other certain things I probably won't do. Like, I'm sure like Kevin Hart and all them, certain things you get used to not doing. Right. And one of them is not thinking past what you want. Or your what you feel you need. Right. He but felt I, he needed that at that time. Now here's now here's something that, that I find interesting. I think the difference with that situation and maybe me, you or I getting in that situation is, especially now. Say say we, you know, we we you know, you're doing well, all of a sudden you hit something, you get a movie, bam, Louis Dix, you you in the mix. But you're you've had so much time between a certain point of your life to now to experience and know how to handle it. Will had success young. So he's been on top right, of his him game. And Chris, they've been doing it for 30 years. Right. So so it's probably things. It's like a rich person that never had to pay a bill and all of a sudden you gotta write a check out. You don't know how to do it. So maybe it was a situation where Will was like, oh shit, like I never had, you know, I never been anywhere. They coming right at me. And maybe that's why he didn't know how to handle the situation. Well, I mean, he knew how to handle it. He just handled it wrong. He handled it dead wrong. And, and, I mean, and I, you he, know, you know, like, you know, he just he just reacted. Yeah. Uh, I'm Lewis Dix. I'm Dan and Green. Um, I'm, the name of the show is something it's in the man's. Yeah. We're trying to get back. We're so bad. Um, I, I was um, looking over some notes. Uh, and Sylvester, thanks for calling. What about that producer. one question Poet has asked before we. Oh, OK. You, it was um, about how you think the comedians, how the comedy world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That's the first. Go ahead. Um. To be honest with you, man, um, at first I was traumatized. And I and I'm I don't want to sound like I mean I box, I've done all that, but I really was like thinking about my next set on stage because one, where I was having the show, but two, knowing that the mindset of people will you take that situation as an excuse to do it. You know what I mean? A lot of people like to use the excuse and we we can say what we want, but if you have kids, kids mimic whatever they see. And I was like, wow. And I was a little, you know, I won't say, I don't want you to be traumatized, yeah, but I was. Heavy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of heavy. I was just concerned about being on stage. Soft, yeah. yeah, okay, I apologize. Yeah, I, it's the first time I could use the word. I just wanted to kind of apply it to myself. <laughs> so, um, but. What? What you doing outside? Go on. <laughs> so I had, a, you know, I had a show, 
at your club. Well, at, of, yeah, I heard you destroyed. Thank you, man. Thank you. I heard you destroyed. Well, there you should be traumatized. Yeah, that's Park. what I said. I just said that's what I said. Forty third Crenshaw. Right, but, right. Yeah, I had I had a very good show, and I went out and and did my thing. But I I do believe what is going to hurt is like the one nighters around the country, not the clubs that you're doing. Even though people can get you know out of hand, but you know them. You know the not one night in Detroit or DC or Philly where you know somebody's just putting a Wednesday night together. You know, hey, we got some comedy, y'all. We got this dude, and then you got you know, yeah, four hood dudes in the back waiting for somebody to say something stupid. You know what I mean? Just it is. I was just on a. Uh, I just saw someone on TK Kirkman, he, and he was at Caroline's, and some dude was stood up. Oh man, we about to leave him and this girl, and TK, you know, TK got him, but. It's just I believe that um, it's going to affect it. And I think somewhat, you know, Lou, we just fought eight months ago to half a year ago to back Dave Chappelle so that people understand we're just telling jokes. You know what I mean? All that stuff we had to go through back in Dave, you know, people fighting for what we're saying. And then for Will to do this, it almost was like, damn, now we got to fight again because people are saying, well, he shouldn't have said this or he shouldn't have said that or Chris shouldn't have did this. And I'm like. But this is what we do. So I just feel like to answer Polder's question directly, I don't. I think it's going to affect it slightly. I just think comedians just have to be real to who they are, you know. And we also we already know there's certain things we ain't going to really ever talk about. Trust me, you know what I mean. So yeah, I just think it's. I think it's important to realize you know your audience. Know your audience. You know if you're. You know hopefully what you say is funny and you don't. You're going to offend someone, but. I think security is going to be definitely security is going to be heightened, and it should be at comedy clubs. I mean, somebody's going to try to do it, come up and slap somebody. Um, I, I think anybody, especially entertainers, you know, if you're young, you need to take a self-defense class. Mm -hmm. And trust me, man, you you know you got to be you know uh, it's funny, someone like yourself and me, people. Not everybody was a comedian. Let me just put it that way. We all didn't, you know, especially. Dudes that grow up in certain, you know, you, you know, I always had a good personality, but when I was in Philly, I couldn't show it the way I want to now because you people would try to take advantage of it. So right. I don't think people should, you know, some of the audience members do have to remember, you know, not everybody was a comic before you you walk up on that stage. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, but, you know, I mean, every, everybody that think they can fight can't fight until they get hit. Would you know? feel about this real quick? Because we had him on the show. Would you feel about Tony Rock? You mean what he said? What he said and... Well, I mean, I was telling Poe this earlier. I mean, you know, he came out selling wolf tickets, you know, on stage. You know, I mean, he, he came up... You know Tony can go, though. I, I was, She said he could box. No, Tony can. He can go. I don't think he's handling Will. Will's a big bull. Will, and Will's got that training. Yeah. But I don't want to I don't. I don't even want to see that. No, I'm just. I'm no. We're just. This is in a man's world. Okay, so we talk a man stuff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Will. Will got hands. Will's, Will's got been hands. trained. Yeah. It, he's done more combat training than Tony Rock. Right. You know? And Will's a big boy. He's and, like six two and a yeah, half. He's so big, I mean, yeah, he's, you know. he's you know. So and he's got that Ali. He's got that. You know. He's. I'm gonna hit Will and run though. I'm gonna yeah. catch him. But you know, and I understand, uh, caller. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Who's this? This is uh, Jeff Brown. How are you, gentlemen? Hey, what up, Jeff? Jeff Brown, my main man. Well, good. Hey, 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 somebody hey. that can call and make sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, let me say this first. Uh, I can't cuss. Can I cuss? Yeah, you can cuss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, number one, uh, from a very selfish place, you two goddamn grown-ass men are like signposts 
in my life that means the last three decades really did mean something because I'm looking at two grown-ass men uh, who I respect their get-downs too. Uh, I got to get the number of your embroiderer, Lewis. You wear such wonderful embroidered <laughs> shit. It's like you go down to the rhodium and just get like white, and then you have people make the nicest things. Sorry, Jeff, that's when you work for schools. Oh, don't we work for school? Is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, he, yeah. he's 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 blooded down today. He better not go five more blocks yeah. south from here. He's gonna be in trouble. Dude, it looks like, I, like I've never seen it anywhere, and it looks great. It's like his girl. He's, it's like his girl is like an amateur embroiderer or something, and makes him wear white so she can. Anyway, uh, this whole thing with with uh, Will, I I think we're looking at a little bit too close. I think we need to back up a little. Bit. All right, cool. Walk us through it. Um, I think we're watching the crucifixion of the body of work and the timely killing of a titan. Mm. Uh, I don't think that it is coincidence that Bel Air is paving over the Fresh Prince of Bel Air while this is happening. Even if it isn't planned by uh, uh, by mortals, I think it's in this time that this is supposed to happen. That and I know this may be an odd tangent, but uh, as we enter the age of Aquarius, where all becomes revealed, all uh, will write this tell all book, uh, uh, guys, I, and I and I invite you to it, and you too, Miss Mois. Miss um, Mois. Oh, Miss Mois. I call Miss Mois. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I I invite you to Uncle Jeff's book club. I'm doing this thing where we're gonna sit on online on and discuss um, this book because this book is the programming for why he did what he did. It's not even about who Jada is, who we all know or who, in my opinion, is for the streets, absolutely. Uh, I, I, this, Will got a thing for these kind of dudes, or these kind of girls. Remember Pepper was, uh, uh, was after him for a while. and Oh, he was after Pepper, as in salt and pepper, and she was too nice. I mean, she said he was too nice because she wanted to be with him. That's who Will is. Will is this really giving... Uh, 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 I, I don't want to call it soft, but but emotional being that when that fall into the wrong hands, this is what you get. This is what you get. Uh, um, I, I think Jada has always been the wrong hands for him, in my opinion. I, I just, your woman could have pulled you out of that. Your woman's supposed to pull you out of that. Ain't nobody, there's no real reason other than Red Table Talk to talk about Jada. Her, like a bunch of other really, really good black actresses, had a good run. Jada's the luckiest one in Hollywood, in my opinion. What mm. say you, gentlemen? Now, why do you say she's lucky? Because uh, she she's with Will. Because she's got with Will? Because nobody else on Set It Off lives down the street from her. Hmm. Who? Uh, Queen. Queen. Yeah. Queen. She but uh, uh, who else? Who else with Jada Pinkett's credits shops in the places Jada Pinkett shops? I'll wait. 
No, you you good point. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I hear what you're saying about the Aquarius, and I got people that that think like that too, and it's the age of the whole thing of you know crucifixion and and truth. Yeah, and that whole thing and letting um, America's, you know, you know how America's built. You know that, um, you know, Whoopi and Dr. Cosby and all the other uh, historical people, how they tried to, you know, distort it and and with the help of the people themselves. So, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, they try to rewrite history. They try to, you know, they're going to, I mean, it's tough. No, you're right. You're absolutely right in that respect. So I, I think we have to. Like they always say, we have to work doubly hard to get there. We also have to work doubly hard to maintain it and doubly hard to protect it. Sure. You know, you know, Jeff. My my point on that, on what you're saying, is this is what I say. I always tell people, I have a saying: don't care what people say or think about you. I say, care about what you do to make them say or think things about you. And when you put when when you have your business out there to the world, like I hate when I see people go online and go, that's their life. Why are y'all worrying about what they doing? That's their thing. Why are y'all talking about? But that's not the point. They they they, and that means anyone put their. If you put your information on social media, then you have to be understand that you're going to get critique whether you like it or not. Um, that's like when people put a picture of the kid up there. Oh, say hello to my son. He's so handsome. And if you say, oh, that's an ugly kid. The first thing they go, you know, that's my page. Don't be saying this. Well, you put it out there to the world. So when you say what you said about the Red Table Talk, obviously that was something that they felt like, you know, Jeff was going to keep them out there, like, in the public. But, again, whatever you put out there, you got to remember what's, what could possibly come back with it. Okay, uh, two things. One. So I'm agreeing with you. I mean, I'm agreeing oh, uh, with you. Yeah, 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 two things. And then, if necessary, I'll get the hell out of your faces. But I, I would, yeah, I would love it, it, it's becoming necessary. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one, uh, Dan and Green, you are uh, a world class comedian, um, and I really respect you. And from that place, I'm going to tell you that I agree with everything you said. But you really need to work on that fucking phrase. It's a little bumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah go back and hone that phrase, young man, because I don't like what, it. What phrase? Yeah, uh, uh, what uh, two. You, when you say they needed to stay in the limelight, I'm going to need you to explain the Will Smith part of the they that needed to stay in the limelight, if you could. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Will, I'm saying you, because you, you, I'm going off with your comment, which, which comment on, on Jada is saying she had that red table talk and no one would care unless they saw, you know, so I'm going off of what you said on the red table yeah. talk. So I, when okay. I say they, I'm saying her, her mother, whoever she has on there, you know, oh, they're keeping themselves. Okay, dig it, dig it. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Will was not having any, and, and again, again, I think this is about Jada trying to pull equal to Will. And even though she had a great, she has very, very good work and a very great body of work and made some paper. She's a star. Will Smith is the son. Mm -hmm. I'll live. I'll leave on that, and uh, let okay. the gentleman chew on that. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah. And and you know, to his point, I mean, and let's not go to his point. Not, not the point. Let's <laughs> just let's just pass, bypass his point. Okay. Well, I like Jeff, but whew, sometimes just he just he just gets so philosophical. We got to get the books out and read. <laughs> yeah, he's so smart. That's what 
frustrates me because now I got to go think about what he said. Yeah, well, the Aquarius was got I mean, I got to go study that shit. I, I disagree. Well, I have I, to give it to him. He is a he is a very smart. That's just my man. That's my guy. G E O O F G E O F F. Yeah, and not J E F F. Right, it's a difference. Yeah, I've always thought he was brilliant and smart. Yeah, you know we used to have a show together back in the day. Who? Jeff Brown and Shane and myself. Shane. Shane. Shane Forbes. Shane. It was called Keeping It Real. You remember that show, Keeping It Real on BET? Oh, right. And then they replaced y'all. We, we, we're the real. We're the original real. You were original one because Greg Shelton had something to do with that, right? Yeah, no. Uh, it was... Uh, Marcus King? I, uh, no, it was uh, um, Andre Barnwell was one of the producers, and Curtis Gatson, who was the head of BET West. Okay, so it was y'all. And then they replaced it with... The, with the with old drama. With the different actors. With old drama. Oh, okay. Kim... We were we our show developed old drama and from old drama you got the view. We were before there was no show like that on TV. Well, there's no show on it like it now. It's funny how she's the producer, but she produces whatever she wants and doesn't tell us. She so doesn't. Now. I mean, she just. I mean, the thing about it, I'm scared because when she talks or when the music, it that's, just blows my thing, brains that off. That thing she does, um, her. Oh, poetess report, I think. Oh, so she wanted to uh, instead of just putting up a I sign and had, saying, "I thought we had nixed it," but I guess it's still here. Yeah, so it's gonna be about her, this yeah. woman stuff. And, yeah, and she'll she got advertising around. I gotta too. set my camera up next time too, so the camera's on. Well, we choose enough. Choose enough. <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. So this okay, is, so what this is this called? This the is... poetess report. Oh, okay. All right. So we're please, guys. It's time for the. Poetess report. She don't even let us set it up. Yeah, that's how good she. Nothing's it been is. set up today with her. That's, just, that's how good she thinks it just is. Been jumping but it's in. the poetess report. Okay. I'm um, I'm Jeff Arnold. Thank you. <laughs> oh, now you can throw our boy I, under the bus. No, we, he's he's he, he no, came he in. Thinks under, he's yeah, he thinks he's too good for us. Oh, oh, for real? He's, yeah, he's, I'm just we, happy. I'm we're going to show him. He's, yeah, he's big time. He's okay. big time. Oh, Jeff is like that. He's got to model in his shit. He's in negotiation for his own podcast. So he won't even come back down here. He said we he said we wasn't even a podcast. Jeff told me he ain't going past Pico no more. I ain't mad at him. I'm hey, not mad. From hey, that last it. video we seen when we played the joke on you, Lewis, he looked like he, he lived straight out of no, South Jeff, Central with Jeff, the bars on the door. So it, Jeff is living. Jeff, that's yeah. past Pico. Jeff, Jeff is doing his thing. Jeff, like, I'm Jeff, happy for him. Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna wish him the best in public. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay, so this item is trending in the news that uh, a dead rapper was celebrated oh, at a club I saw that shit oh, in D.C. sort of like uh, weekend at Bernie's type of thing. The rapper Good New 24 uh, unfortunately was shot um, on March 18th and died several hours later. But his friends decided to throw him a celebration at the club with him there. This is so I have a video of it. Oh Here we God. go. Oh God, I saw this. This is shame. This is unbelievable. That's that's him standing up. That's the, yeah. He did. <laughs> they got him. Look at this. He's in the club on stage. He dead. He's dead. He's bro. Dead. That's a dead body. In the club. And look, look people are and they want to wonder why black people don't get no respect in the world I'm that. sorry <laughs> I'm sorry this I gotta go there. this is pathetic look at this what yeah. city is this in this is in DC you know south of us those dudes 
And they're dancing? Yeah. <laughs> there this... he is on stage right there. That is creepy as shit. Why would, I mean. What is that on his head? A crown? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the club owners claim Who should be that they didn't know that they were going to have a dead body at the venue and that the funeral home called them and said that they wanted to plan a homegoing celebration, but they had no idea that it was going to be what. The, so, so they what kept them. So they allowed them to keep it going and shut the DJ up. Well, Get some the- people probably didn't think it was real. Like some people thought it might have even been a wax figure of right. the guy. But it was really him. It was really him. They propped it up his body and. Um, what? It's it's a shame, man. I, I'm sorry. Isn't there laws about desecration of dead bodies? I like, could, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out. I've seen it before, though, but it was at a it was at the viewing where they had him. Like, they had one dude on. I think he was motorcycle. like in a chair. Yeah, the motorcycle. You know, like they had him <laughs> on him, but they wasn't in a club. Like, somebody could come to the club and just push the body. I mean, hey, man, these are your people, man. But who the guy who um um I guess thought of this idea got the blessings from his family. So they my question is it. the club tried to make an excuse like they didn't know, but they allowed the night to go. I've seen clubs shut down stuff they didn't okay. want. Did they what did was did it cost extra? Yeah, was it a, like fifty dollars extra <laughs> to get in the club to see the no, body? No, I mean was. Oh, you mean to have the, the body? Funeral then? home? Did it cost them extra to do that stuff? And then did people pay to get in? Oh, you know people pay to get in. You know that. Ain't no way a club gonna have a dead body in there. I think I would have attended that. That's just too. What would have happened if the dudes who shot him came in there and saw him again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh, that nigga ain't dead. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I agree with you, but I'm gonna go a little deeper in that poetess. When you said, I don't think I would have come, I know I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> Okay. And definitely been on camera. <laughs> and then partying. I mean, okay, now when it was over, the funeral home had to get the body and take him back? Probably put him in the coffin. How did he get there? In the, in the hearse? Who set him up? His boys brought him. Who dressed him? Man. <laughs> the the car. Yo, yo, yo. What's his name again? What's the rapper name? Good New. Yo, Good New, you good? Good. <laughs> <laughs> He did looks he, stiff as hell, though. Did like. He, he did. Yeah, he <laughs> I mean, she's like, what are he supposed to look normal? His hands ain't moving. They put a watch on this nigga. Come on. <laughs> where's he got to Is he going to get robbed before he gets to five? But where's he going? Look at that girl right there. She needs, How she stupid. Needs I mean, flat. come on, Lou. Come on. This, Lou, this is why and our watch people. watch my man. No, look keep at it him. going. Look, now, this guy right here. He's like, <laughs> he look, yeah, those that, two like. him. He's like, you're right there. That's the dude that shot him. He's like, yo, man, if that nigga move, I'm. Telling him that dude, clip he's messed up about it. He don't know what to do. That must he be was cousin. more popular. Now this is look my at her. Question. But look at her though. She dressed to the team. My question is, would he have sold out a club if he was alive? Obviously, he did. Because <laughs> he's a rapper. So would that many people have showed would have showed up had he been alive to see him perform? What like. happens on Judgment Day or when you talk to God? Yo, man, hey, God, I appreciate that last minute you gave me, man. The party was off the hook. What the hell? You was dead, nigga. Lou, these your people, man. All right, what's next? That's just... um, 
I just have one more other little clip that just really, really made my day. Um, yesterday on the news, uh, this news uh, organization in Minneapolis was doing a story on a teacher strike. And so they dug into the archives to get some footage from a teacher strike from 1970. And this is what they found. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's going to play in a second. Mm, There we go. I don't know why we don't have the sound, but it was a little prince. Yeah, that's prince. In Minneapolis. And they, they stumbled across this piece of him out there on the at the strike for the teachers supporting the teachers um strike rare footage wow um he looked like he could ball though you know prince could ball even though he was, he was small but he i like heard he, he could ball and he balled in high heel shoes well that was yeah that was true but that was a dave Chappelle skit too that was interesting people tell you, you look like doll now ryan rollins all the time Okay. I you know what's funny? Larry. Yeah, I do. And you wanna know something funny? I almost pulled this chick like that. I was in the <laughs> the supermarket up in Sherman Oaks and I walk about and the girl goes, and she was cute too. She goes, so oh my God. I, I I'm not making this up. Oh my God. Oh, I just love your show. Are you guys coming back next year? And I was thinking like, who's she talking about? And I was like, Oh shit. She think I'm D. And then I was like, yeah, we're going to be, you know, and then I think she figured out, like, <laughs> he broke, like, say that, and left. But, yeah, I get it all the time. I get it all the time. It's, it's crazy. And I don't really think we look that much alike, but people do. Yeah, yeah, you do kind of. Do it? Okay. I mean, I mean, I don't even know how I can say it. Yeah, I, you're probably better looking. Ah, thank you. I don't know what that Shit, means. I was scared. Um, um, so, uh, I was going to have made a note about something, uh. Jeff, oh, Here's, Jeff's book club. I, oh, I made a note. Don't go to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no. Uncle Jeff's book club. Yeah, Uncle Jeff's book says do not go to it. Do no, not go to it. You will not get a word in. Oh. So the uh, the group Anonymous, have you guys heard of those guys? Yes. No. Yeah, They're they like, they go in Trump. and they they um, hack people's oh, yeah. accounts. Right. So the latest hack was they announced on Twitter that it successfully breached and leaked the personal data of 120,000 Russian soldiers. So all soldiers participating in the invasion of Ukraine should be subjected to a war crime tribunal. Tribunal. I don't understand how that's going to hurt. I don't understand how that's going to hurt them, but keep going. <laughs> Anonymous said in the message the leak included personal information like dates of birth, addresses, passport numbers, and unit affiliation. Mm, so I'm going to go to Russia and look up this number. Yo, man, I got your address online. I just want to arrest you. Yeah, that's going to work. You don't think that's going to do uh, anything? I don't, I don't they should have. They should have released Putin shit. How about they release like some money to my account? I mean, why don't you help people out? If you guys are this good at doing that, program some money. Okay, that's a crime. My fact. Go ahead. Yes, just... crime. Hey, so uh, <laughs> thank you very much for the poetry. Yeah, thank support. you, poetry, and the loud music. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I didn't have sound on the Prince thing. I didn't know it was without sound, I wish you but had it was so cute. Yes. That's nice of him. Um, I was doing. I was thinking about fatherhood. 
you know, which it seems like it's a lot of stuff stems from either having your father or the way that he, and I was thinking about it when, um, when I was up with my dad and spending time with him and, you know, he's 81 and you know, how when you first, when you're a kid and your dad looks strong and, uh. you know, and you're just afraid of him, you're looking up and then life takes you through that cycle when you're grown and then he's You're fragile. the strong one, right. And, you, you know, I, um. He still drives. He's you know plays golf. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games. We supposed to play one time, but we didn't get. To, yeah. We didn't get out that time. So he's um, still he's a little fragile. I saw him pouring some juice, and his hand was shaking, and I, and he forget things a little bit. His knees are bad, but it, it's it's, you know, and I, and I then when I came home and then I was around my son, I was like, wow, it's just cycle of life, right? Cycle of life, and and I um. Did you look at your son and said? I know this nigga ain't gonna pour me no juice when I get older. <laughs> no, I, I can't drink orange juice though. Why can't you? Because the acid for my stomach. And I love orange juice, but I can't. I can take a sip of it. Can you eat oranges? Yeah. That's weird. I know. You can't drink juice. I really juice. don't eat oranges though, like that. Oh, okay. So I mean, I like pineapple. I can eat pineapple. I like pineapple, but I'm a watermelon man. I don't like. I, I love I don't like watermelon. watermelon. God. Man, juicy watermelon. I can eat that all all day. Yeah, such as. That and pineapple. I don't like watermelon and I don't like chitlins and none of that other stuff. Chitlins, I try to get into. My brother, God rest his soul, used to love like chitlins. Pig feet? Nah, you never give me no pig feet. Nah, I'll eat some rib tips in a minute. Oh, uh, no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so if a pig walk across the yard, his feet are cool. Only thing I ain't going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> if he can stay on his feet, he's good. <laughs> uh, no, and I was just thinking about fathers and you know how they discipline their children. And I, I thought about the whole two dads raising kids and fathers who've been to prison. And it's just really interesting. Um, you know, just I had made some notes about just fathers who have never met their kids. You know, and I, and I was thinking about it too because you're not. Do you ever regret not being a father? Do you ever? Um, sometimes, but I I I look at all of the things that I've done over the last twenty years or so working with kids. And my God kids, you know what I mean? So I always feel like I'm giving back. And then especially when I hear from, like, some of the kids that I've trained and one particular guy where his, you know, his son, his dad called me and said, man, my son really looks up to you, you know? So I call him. So I regret it sometimes because, you know, you need to, it would have been nice to see me mold somebody, like, from myself. But at the same time, I see some people when they have their kids and their kids are just, Screwed up, you would say, "Ooh, maybe I dodged a bullet." You, you think know? you would have been a good father? What kind I of think, father do you think you would have been? I think I would have been a good father. I think if I was, I probably wouldn't have been in the business because I know um, from my own upbringing, not having a, a man, a father in my in my life, and something like that, how I felt. You know what I'm saying? And I knew that I, the reason I didn't have kids was because I was always worried about um, not being there for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I and I saw how I felt. And then I saw what some of my friends were going through, like paying child support for a kid that wasn't there. You know, it was just the, the whole dynamics, you know. But I had, a, you know, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, what you think you would have done, what you yeah. wouldn't have done. So, but. Yeah, because I think about how life would have been if I didn't have kids. I'd be rolling. Um, <laughs> uh, Car would be updated. Well, there's some like our fathers who lost their dads before their time, you know. Um, you were how old when you well, you were? I never, I never, never, never met I never met my father. I was, you know. Pretty much, I was raised by 
in foster care to seven, adopted at seven, and then I lost my adopted mom at 15. So I, my brother, who, you know, when I knew, he raised me for two years over this time, but that was the only time that I really, you know. Now, that's interesting because you, your, your adopted mother was white. No, my adopted mother was black. Oh, but, but okay. I lived Tommy in... Davidson's. Tommy Davidson's. Tommy Davidson's, I think his family was white. Yeah, his mom was But my foster care, where I lived for seven years, uh, I was raised by white women for about three to four years out of my life because I lived in a cottage. Okay. Yeah, so that's why, I mean, I can say that that's one reason that has helped me look at things differently. You know what I mean? Because when people say, oh, man, it races, and I know we've gone through a lot, but, you know, like I said, when you're a kid and you wake up and the only people that are feeding you are people that don't look like you, but you respect them, you know, I can't, you know, for me. Somebody in the chat room said if you had a son, he would be the spitting image of you. Spitting image, hilarious. Well, hilarious. That's funny. Way to way to take a real serious moment and talk about my list, you crackhead. No, I'm hey, just kidding. Fathers with many kids by different women. I always thought that was interesting. And they always talk about their great dads, like, you know, Speedy has say that, but like you can't be with all of them if they buy different women. I think what Speedy Speedy's said? a good dad though. No, I'm not saying he he's manages not a good dad. to do it. Well, that's like that's just like uh, I mean, like uh, um, my man, the young boy, who's the one that had the baby by Mariah Carey, uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon got kids by you know different women, but I guess if you got the paper, yeah, I guess so. Money is easier. It's easier to definitely you know love my daddy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, the teenage father thing is interesting to me because I, I don't I don't think I would have been. A, that's kind of hard. Uh, props to young guys who have kids. And you know what's kids. crazy about that? You know that you don't really hear a lot about that anymore? Remember that when we grew up, that was like the talk, being a teenage mom, right. being a teenage father, to avoid that. It's like we, I, in terms of, and I can only speak for our community, because you know, it's like we fell into a trap like nobody cares no more. You have a kid, you have a kid. Like when we grew I, up, it was point. a fear. Yeah. It was a fear factor. I think that's probably another reason why I didn't have any kids, because coming up, we were taught, you know, you know, if you have a kid, your life will be this and this. You know what I mean? Everything that we were taught or shown that could be negative by having a child young, they don't even talk yeah, about that Yeah, all my boys had kids when they were young. Yeah. Right. Um, Still in and, Philly, and, ain't they? Yeah, and the, step, and the stepdad and how much power does he really have, you know? None. I mean, you know. What do you, you think know. about that? Stepdad? Yeah. Well, I think there are definitely boundaries that you have to, you should implement yourself. I think there's... Oh, as a step- dad? Yeah, as a stepdad, as certain Ooh, things. You I never should. heard that one before. Yeah, because you want to. It, it one. It will help you maintain control in the sense of you don't. You know, if, if it's you with the mom, you and the mom discuss things. Uh, you try to be as if the dad's positive. You try to be step back and let him be the dad. You know, and 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 you don't go over. But what about discipline? Discipl- well, that's what I'm saying. You don't go overboard discipline. You have rules. And that's what I'm saying about your upfront rules, your upfront rules that are established. No, no quick new rules. You, you coming in? It's just like this is our family rules. It's not my dad rules. These are our family rules. So from every, who? The, the, from the mom? From everybody. Just family. I mean, you can establish that as a dad. You just say this is our family rules. But what about that mom that doesn't want her child? Well, disciplined? I mean, then you're you're probably dealing with the wrong woman. Yeah, you but again, that's why you establish family rules. Right. For could your you, home, home. Could you date home. someone like that? Could you date someone that said, well, Lewis, you know, you know, just don't hit my son or nothing like that? Well, I mean, it, as far as... Now, I, I'm talking about like, you know... That's kid. part of dating them, realizing where they are in that respect. Yeah. Then I, I could go on a date with them, but if I realize that, okay, 
Because I go into it thinking that if it's a woman that has a teenage boy or whatever, and the dad's not around, then that's not my place. And yeah. and she's, she's but go already, younger though. Go take the teenage out of it. Just saying, say you got someone that you date when that's five, because that's when they usually be tripping. Like, well, don't you know? I don't, I don't mind you being there, but don't. If you mean woman, if the kid is five? Yeah. Well, that's a, that. That means and she doesn't want you to discipline him. Well, that way. first of all, if I love her, and I'm going to make adjustments. And hopefully her and I are on the same page when it comes to raising the kids. And if I'm the, you know, if I'm the breadwinner and I'm establishing this home, and this is my house and I'm, the kids not doesn't have my name, but I know I'm feeding him and getting his education. It's certain rules. I'm, I'm hoping that I've established enough discipline within myself that the people with me will follow it and respect it. But if they don't, I think that's I'll tell any man. If you date a woman that doesn't want you to discipline a kid, get out. Because when that kid gets to a certain age, he knows it. you ain't going to be running the house. But that's what I'm saying about it. It's a family discipline. It's a group discipline. It's not me telling him what to do. This is our family. You don't do that because that's not what we do in this family. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to be a part of this family, you have to act a certain way. Now, if you don't, well, yeah, right. if you don't then now you're going against the family structure. Well, if I have a woman talk to me like that. She don't want me there because I don't want anybody to tell me, well, you got to deal with the family structure. Like, cause... No, no. The man is saying that. Oh, 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 oh. You're shit. saying that. Oh, okay. You're saying that to her and the son. Oh, like this is how we're going to. Yeah. This is how we do things in our home. Right. Even at the, But you're saying that even at the stepdad? Yes, because it's, it's, this is my house. Right. All right. I'm the head of this house. Okay. And as a family, we've discussed, your mom and I have discussed this. You're the child. Right. This is the rule. Right. You don't get to change that rule Against the two of us. Okay. It's the family. I'm good. I'm with you. Now, the mom, if she says, well, he don't have to, well, then you're not going against the family rules either. Right. So we got a problem. Right. This is for everybody's benefit. Right. He comes in at a certain time. He does his homework. Right. Because that's what we do no matter whose child was in this house. Right. If we, if, if my nephew comes to live with me, he's going to go into these family rules. Right. No, I agree. No, I'm just saying because you, you, you hear, I, I, this, this doctor that I was listening to the other day. And this was from 1987. And he was just hitting it on the head. He said, and I never thought of it, but now I understand it. The reason that a lot of women who have, when they're raising their sons, have problems bringing a man in the house is because the man that you've had your baby by, when your son gets a certain age, you start saying you're the man of the house. So you start treating your son like the man of the house outside of having sex with him. You're doing everything for him. You're feeding him. You're dressing him. All of that. And then what happens is when a man does come in, this guy is looking at you like another man. Like, yo, who's this dude taking my spot? That's the first thing. So that's that's the conflict. But then this what he said, which was very interesting, is when that child leaves. So, like, if you're raised by your mom and you leave, you're looking for another woman to do the same thing. If you don't have the discipline of going out and trying to educate yourself and getting a job, whatever. You know what I mean? So you're you're falling into that. That's why a lot of these dudes, they get out and they go live with a girl. They got their own spot, living under her. Because it's almost like you, you, you it's the same way that your mom was doing. So it was a very interesting, I'm going to actually give it to you later so you can check it out. But this brother was... No, I'm good. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, this is our educated brother right here. No, I mean, I, 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 I'm I, lazy in that, uh, in that. No, but I, yeah, I, I fight stuff like that until I sit down and say, oh, okay, yeah, let me look at what Dan is saying. Okay, that's interesting. And, um, but, um, 
So, um, and it, I was looking at the different, like the, the, the Mexican-American dad and, and how he fathers. Mm-hmm. And the Asian dad and how he fathers. And, you know. But their women don't fight them in, fa- in fatherhood. The majority of, especially Asian women. Do you? I found out in Asian women, Asian women goal is to be married almost before the age of 24, 25. They say if they don't get married, the likelihood of them getting married is very, very slim. And these are American Asian women? Now, I'm not sure, but I, in terms of, I'm not sure. That's a good question. But I know when I was over in Korea, someone was talking to me about that, how they, they tried to get married young. Because if you notice, Asian women and Latino women, now it's changing with Latino women because they're like, they're fine. You know, they're just kind of doing it. They're almost becoming like, you know, they're doing their thing. You know what I mean? But, you you know, the Asian culture and the Latino culture always got married young, mm-hmm. especially the Latinos. I mean, they 18, motherfuckers got three kids. Yeah, three kids. <laughs> okay, maybe two. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's interesting, fathers whose kids have gone to prison. I have a buddy up north, and we were talking. What jail is he in? No, his son. Oh, you said up north. You know, that's that's the, that's. Yeah, when son, like, well, you know, in Philly, where yeah, up north, he in jail. Oh, okay, yeah, his son Come is in, in jail, and he was just, oh. we were just talking about that journey of of he was saying about his pain, but he had to let him go because he was just. How much time did his son get? I don't know. He's been in and out of jail for seven years. He's getting ready to trans, transition to a halfway house, with, and hopefully he'll get it together. He'll be back in. Um, Let's just go ahead and tell your friend, leave him alone. <laughs> He's not going to make it. And that was one of the things, like, can you be, a, I think you can be, one of the questions I have written down, can you be a, can you be a good father if you're broke? Ooh, that's, another, that's something else he talked about. Mm-hmm. He said that. I mean, why couldn't he be? I mean, is he still cutting the grass? Is he still making sure that, is he cooking for you? Is he doing everything? What's broke? Right. This. I mean, this is, I know you're not going to look at it, but I'm going to send it to you anyway. But like. Excuse me, like these people saying signs. I, I was driving and got on the free, corner of the freeway when you exit. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm broke, but I'm not broken. Oh, you sound and, like a girl. And I looked at him. <laughs> and he looked, he thought, I looked at him, and that's what happens when you look at him, they think you'll give him something. And I, I wanted to roll down the window and say, yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm broken. I'm broke. <laughs> but um, I'm not broke. <laughs> uh, you know, the African American dad and how he fathers and, uh, and fathers who were too old to be a new dad. I thought that was interesting. Might be me. Um, taking care, and that goes to the point of me saying, taking care of your, your dying father and, and finding out your son is gay. How would you feel about that, Lou? Well, I mean, I've, I've talked about that. Okay. You know, I would, I would, you know, I wouldn't be as, the transition wouldn't be as easy as it was with my daughter. Um, because I just would try to figure out. Your daughter's again, gay? Yeah. Again, it, it'd be, yeah, and it'd be, um, a thing of, I would be looking inward instead of I think looking it's, outward. And I think it's really it. unfair for people to judge parents who have feelings about that. I really don't think it's fair because I don't think there's any man that has a son that says, oh, I can't wait to take go shopping for a dress or something. I mean, every man, it's like women. When you have a daughter, you're like, well, I can't wait to take her to go, you know, get a dress. I mean, it's just of what I've experienced. And I just think it's unfair when we when people judge the parent because the parent is going. If you think the child's going through something, the parent is going through just as much, depending on. No, parents not going through as much as the kid. Why? Because it's the child's experience. It's not the parent. The parents is not. What is a? So you're saying child? We're saying when these people get older. I'm saying, but go ahead. When a person is fighting for their identity and trying to get an understanding of of their feelings and all that. 
the person who's not going through it is not suffering more than But the them. parents, no, it's not that. The parents are going through it with them as well as their own. Yeah, but not to the you same can't, level. You can't say you don't feel pain from, like, if something happened to your child or yeah, something. You feel, you, yeah, if something so happens to them, but saying. not. No, but being gay is not a, a pain. And I think if the parent doesn't support that child, it makes it just that much worse. But is it is the parent wrong for not? That's the that's a good question. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm because saying, I ain't no parent. Be, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, the parent is wrong. That's your child. Right. But again, the parent. I mean, again, there's been and I've known people that have had it where their parents just like, yo. Yeah, and that parent is that parent is not a good parent. Okay. That's, we part so- of, that's part of your journey as a parent is to support your child. Right. So that they, they can have a better understanding of this life that you gave them. Yeah, but do they understand it? But, Lewis, let me ask you, you just said that if that were the case, you would look inward. So would you blame yourself if no, your No, no, just gay? trying to get an understanding mm-hmm. of, of why I have mixed feelings, trying to put them in order so I can better support him. Mm-hmm. So that's when I say when I'm, I'm looking inward because I'm trying to figure out, okay, first it's okay. First and foremost, in my ignorance, I'm thinking it's a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. That's in my ignorance. That's what I'm saying by getting inward, by getting all of that ignorance out of me mm-hmm. and trying to get an understanding and say, I just need to support him or her, okay. my child. Just like if your child is hooked on drugs, you have to figure out, you don't, you blame yourself for a second. Because a lot say, of, yeah. You want to say, What's the best way to help them? I got. I can do tough love. I can keep letting them go back and, and falling back, or I'm just gonna have to cut them off until but, they get a better understanding. But you're naming these things. But you. But I. I believe there's no way that no one's not saying what what did what part of this did I cause? Even if you might have caused nothing, anything, any part of it. There's no way that you don't say, did I? You know, it's drugs or anything. Damn, did I? Did yeah, I not spend a, enough time no, with him? No, Did that's I, so, I mean, perfectly understandable. Okay, so but once I don't think you, I don't think we should put that on the back burner. And that's what I'm really saying. There's no way that you're not looking at the situation and you do feel a certain way. Yeah, but you you don't get to feel a certain way in respect that that it's 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 you feel just as bad as the, you're going through more than what the kid is going through. No, the child or the adult is going through. No, you're not because it's not. You're not experiencing it, right? You're not experiencing it. But, but but my point, but my question would be is, well, you already answered it. Even though I don't believe that's the case, because I believe that everybody still has the right to have a feeling the way they feel about a situation. You feel like they're not a great parent if they don't support it, and you can't say that for everybody. Well, I mean, I just, not, I just don't think it's fair. Yeah, yeah, okay, so you're you, saying if you don't support your child in his sexuality, that you're not a good parent, that that you're, you're still a good parent? Yeah, because it doesn't mean you don't dislike or love your kid. That just means you may not agree with the lifestyle. So you, why is that? It's no, one thing to not agree, agree with, with it, the but lifestyle, but to, to support it. Support them. I never said nothing about support, though. If you never heard me say that, they shouldn't support them. I just said that the person should have the right because you're going to feel a certain way. It doesn't mean that you don't love your kid anymore. It's just like if your kid goes to prison. You could be mad as hell, but you could be like, Shh, so I'm going to put money on his book still. But So what do you mean? Like, Does that mean he can't come to the house yeah, with his that. boyfriend? Yeah, but you or say he, he can't. feels a certain I said, way. You still, that door can be open. I'm saying... That that doesn't mean the person doesn't have the right to feel a certain way about it, in terms of like I don't agree with the lifestyle or 
Where did I go wrong? I mean, these I are all playing. I agree with the lifestyle, but I still love you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Why can't you? I mean, that's just. See, the thing is, we we. I think America has it now where people all want to say the same thing, like, "Oh, my my son's gay." Yeah, and I have no problem with it. No, you know, and it no, you. Some people may not, but I'm quite sure there's people that are. But when you say that they are, or that that doesn't make you a good father or parent, no. No, I say agreeing. it doesn't make a good parent if you don't support them. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you cannot. You like it's people that support situations that don't agree with it. Right. No, it's okay. okay, but I don't think you need to 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 highlight your disagreement about it. Your dis. I don't think you need to to be harping on them about why you don't like it and all that. Fine. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that, but that's you know. But like you just said, you looked within yourself. You didn't say that you said. You know, did I ever do something to make you, you know, do drugs? You know, but you did say to yourself just now, you look within yourself to wonder what did you do or is there something that I have to understand because what caused you to want to yeah, maybe get hooked on drugs? that should become a human condition of one uh, right. doing and I think every Right, but I think everybody should be allowed that. And I think that sometimes... We have a, a call, yeah. Okay, caller. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Um, no, this is a tough topic to kind of dive into, but... I do agree with the one gentleman that's on the show. Um, I miss everyone's names, but, you know, I think everyone does have a right to their own personal conviction and be able to say, listen, I don't appreciate all of your activities and it's not welcome in my house. I think everyone has that right. Um, as you mentioned, you know, someone go off to jail or someone makes certain life choices that isn't in line with the family. I mean, why don't they have that right to kind of say, here's my footing. I don't want to expose the rest of the family to this. They should have that right. It doesn't mean that you don't love them, and I understand what you're saying on that part. I, I think it means that you don't love them, and I'm not saying that you should exclude them like you're just like, okay, you're, you're not part of the family. But, again, I think you're lying to – I think some people will be lying to themselves if they don't expose it. Because I've heard of people's situations where people said my dad really wasn't – you know, I've heard people talk about when they found out that their parent was – you know, like I got, a, I got a cousin that's gay. You know what I'm saying? And – Tyrone, he was a dancer for the Alvin Haley, Haley, you know, situation, and he came to town. It was a, it was a dance troupe, not a situation. It was really well, the troupe, you know, very successful. But. Yes, well, yes, and yes, and, no. he, and he was an Alvin Haley dancer. That's in Philly. <laughs> okay, well, I forgot, and you know, and he danced downtown, and I went and picked him up. Now his dad was is cool with you know who he is, but his uncles had some issue with it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it didn't mean that he didn't love him. It didn't mean that he didn't want him in the house. You know what I'm saying? And I just think, I believe, um, a man that if, I just believe as a society, if we would all understand that everybody's going to have a different feel and different choice, it doesn't mean that it's hate. We we could really understand situations a lot better. That's what now, I'm hey, saying. What's, hey, excuse me. What's your name, sir? Troy, and I'm in the same boat as, uh, you know, the guest here. Uh, I got at least two or three gay cousins, you know, um, close to the family. And, you know, everyone has their opinion on how their parents dealt with this transition and how their parents dealt with them coming out and, you know, point back to the childhood and say, you know, here's the causal factors for how it happened here. And, you know, as much as all of that is probably, you know, crossing the line of everyone's business, um, you know, the parents each struggled with this. You know, in the end, the children didn't even end up, you know, within proximity of the family. They all want to live this lifestyle that's not really compatible with the way the families run. So, you know, they run to L.A., they run to Miami, they run to the cities where these behaviors are more accepted, and they're no longer, like, in the normal tradition of things with us. We don't see them at Christmas and Thanksgiving, you know? So, and I think it's no different than anything else. You know, families have standards. 
And I don't know why, especially in the black community, they no longer want to maintain some of these values the way these other ethnic groups do. You know, you go to a Chinese family, they have standards of who their children can date. You know, the selective breeding and, you know, um, you know, uh, um, you know, even being involved, like they're hands on with who their children end up with and the lifestyles their children have. And I just don't see that in our side. It's kind of just, you know, do what you want to do and, you know, everyone should accept it. Now, Troy, are, are you married with kids? I am. So, you know, how I long have you been married? Probably eight years. Okay. And we have a seven year old. Okay. And what you have a boy and a girl? Or? Uh just a boy. Boy. So um and um yeah that and he's hot what well, he's I guess seven or Yeah, seven. Yeah. I knew, he couldn't have been over eight because Troy was talking about tradition. Right. If so, he was over eight, Troy, we'd have to get you like no, you got some early. No, no, I mean so so I, I and that's interesting how you can take from a person's point of view right. and his stance that his he got married first, then had a kid. Right. And he's um and first of all, congratulations. Yeah, and I yeah, recommend you on that. Congratulations. It's not it's not easy doing the right thing. Um, uh, it's just because so many people choosing to do. I, he a, says something. Yeah, he said something I thought was interesting in terms of he said like how other nationalities kind of pick. I don't believe we should pick maybe the individual we with or something like that for our children. But I do think there should be a guidance of saying. Because you've lived longer, you know what I'm saying? And maybe if you are a right. good parent, like if I see, you know, Lou, you, I think you could say something like, no matter what, you're like, hey, man, you know, I don't know, son, she, she a little different. I've seen this kind of girl well, before. you can kind you of know? control that environment by, you know, we did that somewhat with, you know, you joined Jack and Jill, you know, right. our kids went to private school, so they hung out with a lot of friends who went to private school, but we made sure they had a lot of black right. friends. You know, you as a parent, that's your responsibility and, you know, just to make sure, again, it goes back, like I was saying, about certain rules in the home. Right. This is our family rules. Right. And if you establish those family rules, everybody within that home will more or less go go with the guideline. If they do stray away, they'll come back because that was their foundation. So I think it's important. And, and I congratulate Troy and his wife for, um, for establishing that. You guys going to have more kids? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Uh, well, you better hurry up, you know, man, because you're about to have a baby, a baby that's going to have a babysitter. Right? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, at least you. Yeah, you did. You got to have another one quickly because you, you got the four-year plan. Some of you will be mad. So yeah, one will be out of college, and other one will be entering college. So that's good. Uh, save money. Right. Uh, but listen, Troy, well, I, I came across the show. Uh, you know, I, I've been following Lou uh, since Foxhole days, way back when, and just kind of watching. I know we both got. I think we got a uh, birthday around the same day. Uh, you and uh. In May? Yeah, May 5th. Well, what are you? I'm May 6th. Oh, okay. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, my birthday's next so week. I always know, like, you know, I, as soon as my... Go ahead, Troy. Hello? Troy? You know, appreciate you letting me on. You know, is, is this a reoccurring show? Yes, it'll be on every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I think I lost you. Yeah, okay. I th it'll be on every Tuesday, 11 uh, a.m. Eastern Time. Pacific Coast Time. Oh, Pacific... Oh, 11, I'm sorry. 11 a.m. West Coast, Coast time. time. Damn, Louis, you're going to have everybody at 8 o'clock in the morning. I know, I got it. <laughs> hey, thank you, Troy. Hey, and, Troy, uh, thank you, bro. Happy birthday, early birthday, man. Have a good one. Safe. Thanks so much. You guys have a good one. All, All right, brother. Too. Thank you, man. Oh, man, I put out, I think I put 11 Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> That's why ain't nobody listening to us. Well, thanks Troy, a lot, Lou. This, I was tripping. See, you know, POTUS, this is what happens when you're on tour. You don't really remember the little people. Oh, but here's the good thing about... No, if he's on tour, he might get his time zones confused. So, but here's the good thing. I think Thanks a lot can, for jumping um, on my side, POTUS. Appreciate I think you, you can... Uh, 
you can uh, you can edit it. Yeah, I can edit. I can say eleven a.m. So I say eleven Pacific time. Yeah, eleven a.m. Pacific times. That would be two o'clock. Let's see, one, two, three, two o'clock West East Coast time. So Pacific Standard. Two o'clock right. Eastern time. See, there you go. It's beautiful. I just, I just. Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you know you can edit. You know you can edit on Instagram. Are you just figuring this out? Yeah, I figured that out a couple of days ago. Yeah. But you can't. You can't edit on Twitter though. I don't tweet. I because oh. I think tweeting would get me in trouble. Because I, I don't type fast enough, and by the time I get the next sentence out, they, you know, they don't share that one. Slow down. You just said. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. When you know when I get excited, I spit, man. I apologize. Uh, I've been so, working on it. I, 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 Troy, that was a great call. Troy. Yeah, you know, and you know, see, but I can respect the call like that because he's not, he's not, and I wish people could see that, Lou, man. That you know, even he's dealing with tradition, he's not spilling hate. You know what I'm saying? He's not yeah. saying, you know, and I think that's the problem. It's too easy for us to. Yeah. Many of you disagree. And he had a great voice. Yeah, he had a great voice. You might want to replace you with him. Doesn't matter. I mean, when and you ain't everybody's here, everybody's replaceable. Yeah. Hey, uh, caller, what's up? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Your voice is not as good as Troy's. Yeah, but, but who, okay. is who is this? It's not as good? What, what's that mean? You got a bad connection or you don't like my voice? No, it's a little squeaky. <laughs> Who's this? This is Venus. Oh, okay. You're, you're Okay, Venus. Sorry. How you doing? You know Venus? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Yeah. You guys are talking about a topic that I can definitely um, address. Okay, please do. Okay. Um, you're talking about um, homosexual lifestyle, right, with our kids. And I've, I've gone through this oh, on, on different levels. I have a daughter, um, and she has two daughters. Um, my daughter came out um, right before graduating high school, but she, she didn't come out um, on her own. I kind of found out she was hanging down the street at this older woman's house. Mm. This older woman who had a younger lady staying with her, which I was told was her little sister. Now, a lot of my feelings with my daughter it is personal because, first of all, when she started hanging with this older woman, I don't want to use no names that you guys may know of her. She's a singer. But I was offended because this woman, I come to find out she was seeing this younger chi- child who was probably young enough to be her daughter. And I felt like my daughter was manipulated and drawn into it and was blindsided. But, okay, that's fine. So I talked to my daughter, and I tried to explain and talk to her. But the fact that she wanted to hang with who she wanted to, and no matter what, this lady allowed my child to go down there. When I talked to this lady, my, my child needed to be home at a certain time. You know, I'm trying to keep up with my kids. I'm one of these ones. I hit the streets, hit the corners looking for my child. How, how old was your daughter at this time? At that time, Poetess, I think she was like 16. She was 16. And she was messing up in school, you know, and, and just starting to ditch school. So my concern was to get her, you know, to, to follow my my rules and, and do what she's supposed to do. But after talking to this woman, you know, she would lie about my daughter being there. Mm. And so I started having issues with that. Okay, so the, the mistrust came in. Then my daughter started hanging when she said she got a little older and moved out. And it's the company that she kept. She had a young daughter at 19. She had a daughter, and uh, her and the, the, the child's father, after a while, you know, broke up. But she started having this company, 
and they, you know, all kind of companies. Some of her friends, they were uh, into dancing, uh, uh, strippers, I'll just say it. And it's what my baby, my granddaughter was exposed to. My daughter had the kind of friends that fight her. You know, and instead of my daughter understanding, it was more about the company she's keeping, what she's exposing her child to, and the respect that she deserved. I don't care what her friends were about. It's the respect your household deserve, you deserve, I deserve when I come to your house. But my daughter, she had to go through this. She hit rock, rock bottom, partying, partying, partying in her place. These same people who fought her threw bricks through her, her window at her home where the baby was lying on the couch. And then another time, they were uh, my baby was driving down the street, and she had the baby in the back seat. Somebody threw a rock, and she turned around and, and, and befriend these people again after going through this. I, I don't tolerate that. Your friends aren't supposed to turn on you, fight you, this, that, and the other. So I was always preaching that, and I got mad at her friends. Those are not friends. When my daughter had to lose everything, everything, and become homeless and see these people, not one of them being there for her, and then she's like, oh, Mom, you were right. Well, baby, I was telling you the whole time, but instead of her listening and what I'm, where I was coming from, she turned me and talked to everybody and called me homophobic. Mm. You know, but mm. now I have a nephew who, who um, has, um, he hasn't gotten the, the, the surgery, but he dresses as a female. He's transgender. He lives his life as a girl. I have people close to me who are, gay or lesbian whatever and i love them i love i can love people for who they are but my child she took that and and just turned turned um you know just made my reputation about being a homophobic and she didn't get the big picture now that she's an adult it's a different story and she had to go through so much heartbreak to finally understand and listen to me do you guys have a, a, a good relationship now we do Okay, and is your daughter still uh, practicing that lifestyle? Oh, very much so. Now she has two daughters. Here's the other thing. Jumping back and forth from the man to the woman. And I said, baby, what, so she what's bi? going on? Is she bi? She claims it, but now she just claims that she's um, lesbian. Well, maybe she was just trying to have kids. Uh, ooh, that's possible, but she claimed... To uh, want to marry the man, the, the her youngest child's father, she would go around and say while she was in between relationships, "That's my husband," saying it jokingly. I said, "You know what?" And playing with his emotions. This man loves her to pieces, and hasn't even dated again. It, he it hopes thinking he could get back with his family. Now she was playing that back and forth role, manipulating, you know, and. Those are things that just kind of got under my skin, and I tried to talk to her. Like, this is not a game. You know, you can't play with people's emotions, you know, and she doesn't like to be by herself, and sometimes you need that self-healing. But I'm just saying it, it, it's a whole lot that with a parent that a parent has to go through and deal with, you know, with that. Let me, let me, I'm sorry to interrupt ahead. you, Venus. Now, how much of that that you feel was your fault? Did you, uh, so, like Lewis said, have to look in and say, okay, what part did I play in her decisions? Um, I, you know what? I'll say like about five years ago, I was really struggling with it. This, I really was because I'm like, I'm losing this closeness, this bond that I have with my child. She's running 
to other people instead of coming to talk to me. And I always wanted to have that channel open, like, for my kids to always talk to me no matter what. Mm. You, you know, and, and it's been it, it's been a struggle because she had her mind made up that, you know, I, I'm, I'm one way and not opening up until she just got in this car, bad car accident lately. Oh, Mommy, I'm so glad we talked. And I said, you know, I always tried to talk to you, but you looked at me like I'm fussing at you. And I just wanted some, some uh, understanding. I wanted, you know, and I, of course, I, I'm sure I played, played a part because I was raised a certain way. You right. know, I, I, won't, I won't play innocent. I was raised, my mother's a Jehovah's Witness, and I was raised that way. So, hey, so, Ven- so Venus, I want to say, um, because we we're short on time, but before I go, first of all, I want to congratulate you on... on how strong you were in, in, in loving your daughter yes. and dealing with the situation. Not everyone would have been able to handle that. So kudos to you, Thank you. for um, for being able to to get to this point and begin Thank healing. You. And I'm sure it's your daughter might not tell you, but her her kids and your grandkids uh, appreciate you and um, for you being that strong. And and I'm really happy that we were able to just give you a forum just to discuss it and tell your truth, which is important for everyone. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, you know, and and if I would have had more time, I would have went into her daughter because now she's about to be 20, so she struggled with it. You know, she's still dealing with it, but thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye, Vince. All right. Bye-bye. That woman got on my nerves. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Stop it, I'm just kidding. Stop it, Louis. I'm so... I see why her daughter went... And I'm going to see why I got to fight in the street. That's why I got to get my hands right because they hear this shit. I'm just kidding, Venus. I'm yeah. just sorry. You on the road and I'm getting beat down I mean, back here in the hood. I mean, after a while, I was like, <sighs> but you know what's funny? I was gonna jump off. But you know what's funny? I, 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 no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate her because she says something that I was saying earlier. You know, not everybody is going to agree with the lifestyle, and it's a struggle. And you know, you're asking people to act like they put this, not us, but I'm saying we're, we're, society is saying, you know. Accept it, love him, whatever. It's just she never stopped loving the daughter. But the, what I was saying is she still was hard to accept. That yeah, lifestyle. but Venus is a I strong one. I don't think woman. it was more so the lesbian lifestyle. I think it was the street life. Yeah. No, 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 she, no, no, no. She no, she street. No, it was both. Street it was life. both because she no. said that her daughter was down there and she. Felt yeah, because the, the woman was old enough old, to older, probably yeah, be her mama. That's why she was upset because she was getting manipulated. That's that's the word. So that ain't nothing to do with street manipulate. She feels like her daughter was manipulated into the lifestyle. No, not so much the lifestyle, just manipulated to where she could just say put Venus like, back on the phone no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah shout out to you Venus yes and, 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 and Troy, thank you for listening too yeah and Troy, Troy. Venus and um, don't forget Uncle Jeff's book club yeah uh, if you really want to read good books don't go to his book club <laughs> I'm just kidding um, yeah uh, want to thank Will uh, Will Smith no, no not Will oh I know we're thanking Will now we for three what? calls we had Venus Troy Jeff, and then we had, oh, and our producer. And Sylvester. Yeah, yeah. and Sylvester. Yeah, yeah. And we want to thank, we want to thank Poetis for just jumping in and blowing our ears off with the music. And No, it was a good show. Oh, okay, it was, it was I, had, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I got a... Can you find another co-host <laughs> for next time? I'm working on it. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, this no. This guy. This guy. No, I think he's getting his rhythm. He's thank you, Jeff. I mean, um, sorry. Look. No, I enjoy you too, and I love the jokes in the chat room. But anyway, um... <laughs> She loves the jokes. So it's, so it's on I me. I want to thank, oh, my boy. I got a friend, uh, Mark. Mark Weiss. You got one friend? Yeah, well, Mark is. He's, is he better than Jeff? Because you no, and Jeff Mark be is, battling. He's, he's really, he's high up. He's high in. 
He's like really wealthy and all that, but he's so down to earth. What's, what's wealthy mean? Like well, he's, he's wealthy in his life with his beautiful family. Okay. And monetary. So he's got both. And where's he from? He's from L.A. Okay, damn. But I mean, no, you're from Philly. I didn't know you. Got... No, he's a, he's just a and and he's a Jewish guy who you wouldn't think was Jewish because people think he's black. No, he's just, I so, think he's Jewish. No, no he's just a so. Guy. If we look at him, we're gonna say you black. Yeah, when you first look There's at him. There's black Jews. Yeah, when you look at him. You I gonna, know it's black Jewish when people. You, when you, he's, he's physical, too. So when you look Sammy at Davis him, Jr. When you look at him, first thing you say is athlete. You know, but he's, he's a nice Tiffany Haddish. Guy. Oh, she's Jewish now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When she converted? A few well, years right. ago. Yeah, but but uh, shout out to him and his family um, but because he, he actually takes the time and listens. Right. When he does. He actually, he likes me. He thinks I'm good. Well, hey, Mark. Call me up. Let me just go ahead. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, it, it was a shout out to um, to uh, Kansas for winning that. Oh, did you shout Sheena? Sheena called in. Yeah, I so saw. I said the oh, I said okay. the producer. Oh, I'm gonna shout out to my boy too to listen. Uh, my boy Chris Taylor from Atlanta. Okay, he thank was you. listening. Well, was he at the funeral? No, no. Oh, that was in D.C. Yeah, that was in I D.C. He was in the funeral. He, he was. He said the tickets were high, so he couldn't get up there. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> shout out to our boy uh, Jay Arnold. Whatever Jeff, you're doing, uh, Big Jeff. We, you know, you always got a seat, even though it's no chair here. <laughs> Tell Jeff, man. Thank you, you Jeff. Stand next time you come. Um, want to shout out. Um, want to um, also remind our listeners that In a Man's World is now on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And next week we have a special guest scheduled to come in. Um, yeah, famous one. Yeah, somebody Not like famous. Us. Somebody really f- I mean, we're talking about A-list. He really shouldn't come on our show. I don't know how we got it. She <laughs> you, think we, you think we can get Will? I think that would be the bomb if we could get Will. Well, I know his people, but I... I know his people, too. So. You know his people? Yeah. You golf. He's probably yeah. but I know, I know, but I, right I, know I know his right-hand man, though. Who, JL? Charlie Mack. That's not really his right hand. Johnny Mack. No, no Charlie no, Mack. No, Charlie so yeah, Mack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Charlie I know JL, Mack. too. JL's from, from around my way. Oh, I know Charlie He's from... JL grew up around 59th Street, around right in the area now, in Philly. Now, JL's a fighter. JL Rumble. Yeah. Will yeah. could go. Will, you know, Will Will is no punk. I think because of the Fresh Prince and the happy raps, yeah. people think, but no, nah, Will. He's from Philly. Yeah. The, the, let me put it this way. 60, well, growing up when we grew up, let's put it this way, because I don't know now, because all they do is shoot now. But right. growing up. Sixty-five percent of dudes had hands in the street. Right. You, you, you was going to get, and it wasn't no grabbing. If you grabbed, oh, they'd be mad at you. Right. You, you had to stand up and and be banging. That's why I saw was, you know, me and my boys. We still joke and say, "How do we look?" We will make sure our punches wasn't coming off, like, you know, it's unknown call. Straight. I don't know who it is. Hello, unknown. It's my. It's taking a phone call during no, the show. No, I'm just trying to see if it's somebody important. If it's unknown, they ain't important. Hello. Now those are the important ones. Now, oh, is it? The unknown. Now, that's oh. a, un- Somebody called me about some money the other day. You know who calls me? I almost didn't answer. You know who calls me? That's why. <laughs> it's only one person that calls me private. I know it's him. Who? DL. Oh, okay. DL so, calls me. I, I, when it, when I see private, I already know it's him. Like, what up, team? What's up? You good? So he called you. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, me and DL. It's my man. And we frat brothers, too, now. You know? Oh, yeah, because he... DL's frat now. Yeah, yeah. And so was somebody they said or somebody else they gave one to. Oh, Steve Harvey. No, um... Um, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, and it, did, did it, they give his mom a sorority? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to everyone, and shout out to Dio Ugly. He's uh, he's uh, Dio's my guy. He's a talented guy. He's, uh, yeah. Shout out to you, Louis Dix. Man, I'm really proud, man, that you you know people you you cannot take 
a tour for, for granted, man, in the comedy tour. And I think now you almost is is about the best time because I think really people really want to hear good. They really want to hear material. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm having a good time. Shout out to Code Three yeah. for allowing me to come back and forth. She picks me up from the airport after, so she's cool. People, she hurt her wrist, but yeah. she hurt her wrist. What cooking? Cooking waffles? Oh, no. But listen, um, so we're gonna get out of here. Um, um, thank you so much for coming out, man. Lou, man, it's thank a pleasure. You, boss lady, can I give my uh, yes social media? Social media, just in case someone might want to follow me. Uh, Danning Green six six, follow me please. Even if you talk about me and my list, I really want you to follow me. Danning Green six six and Danning Green on Facebook. I don't tweet. And I'm Lewis Dix Jr. L E W I S D I X Jr. And then I think that's Instagram, Twitter. I think it's Lou Dix Jr. I don't know. I didn't do it. Right. Boy, that's nice, Lou. They don't know when to listen, and they ain't gonna know where to find you. I know, but we appreciate all of you taking the but time. Be safe out there. Yeah, be safe, and and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next week. Bye.